The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 288, being recorded on December the 21st, 2019. I am one of your host, Jesus Gonzalez, and Jesus walks out today. I'm joined by my friend from Little Ohio, the Mayo. Hey, what's up, Jesus? How you doing? Welcome, welcome, Mayo. Welcome. I'm doing mighty fine, sir. Thank you for asking. How you doing? Good. Really, really good. Nice. And from the West Coast, the best coast. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Jonathan D. Hall's friend. Pot dream. <laughs> I'll just be known as Jonathan Hall's friend. Yeah. Perfect. Welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Jonathan Hall's friend in the house. Jonathan Hall's friend in the house. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Horrible Gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes. Thumbs up on Stitcher. Leave us a review on Google Play. And you can also follow us on Facebook at Horrible Gamers Podcast. That is our page. You like that page. You can leave a review on the page as well. And in the page, there is a link to the group. It's a closed group. So that means when you click on there, you click to join the group. It's going to ask you a few questions to join. Once we accept it, then you're in the group. And all that good stuff. Anything you post in the group is not visible to people that are not part of the group. And, yeah, that's how that goes. And you can support the show by heading on over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. You can support the show with the monies like our friends Adam Sunday, Alan Maybe H, Bill Gardner II, Brandon Willier, Brian Capessa, Chad, Commandalorian, David Snyder, Evan Tanaka, Henley M, Jesse Kraft, John Jerome, Jonathan D. Hall, M. Polo, Mechmod, Nipron, Porkchapu, Robbie Wheat, The Mayo, Subator, and Vader Holic. Thanks to all of you for being Patreon supporters. And a big thank you to uh, Porkchapu today on the stream. While I was streaming Death Stranding, he dropped and dropped some members. He dropped by and he dropped some members on my stream. Thank you, Porkchapu. He said Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas to you as well, friend. And you can support the show by heading on over to Redbubble. At Redbubble, you can buy different things, Mayo, like... Um, a clock? A clock, that's right. A clock, a block, clock. a sock. He doesn't need a clock. A shower curtain. <laughs> a shower curtain. It doesn't rhyme like normally says. It doesn't but rhyme it, but at it's, all. But we have to say it. It's, it's like a staple now. <laughs> yeah, the shower curtain. You have to get... I want somebody to buy the shower curtain, damn it. Fuck. Someone needs Nobody to buy it. it. Someone go and buy the shower curtain over at Redbubble. You search for the horrible gamers and you'll see a person wearing a shirt. Once you click on that, you're going to be able to go down and see 70 more items. So there's like over 70 items actually in the store available for purchase. There's anything from clocks to blocks to socks and all that good stuff. So go and buy some stuff from Stitcher, not from Stitcher, from Redbubble. And lastly, Stitcher, 
You can head on over to Stitcher. We're an affiliate with Stitcher, and we're proud to be an affiliate with them. And you can use your promo code when you sign up for premium, which will only cost you $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. With premium on Stitcher, you get ad-free listening, as well as access to a bunch of Stitcher originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and so much more. While sign up, you can use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS, all caps, no spaces, and you get a free month when you sign up for stitcher.com forward slash premium. There you go. There you go, people. Promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS. And another way to join us, people, is in our Discord. It's something that I haven't really talked about on the show. But I kind of want to talk about it because, uh, yeah... (laughs) Discord, go join it. it. There's actually a link to our Discord always in our show notes. There's links in our show notes for everything. There's links for the stream. There's links for Discord. There's links for Patreon. There's links for everything in the show notes. Um, so make sure you read the show notes. Click on that link. Join our Discord. It takes nothing but two seconds. Once you join it, you become part of the Discord. And it's easier to get a hold of us on there, I feel like, than it is anywhere else. So definitely. Go join the Discord, people. Go, go, go. Good little community. Anyways, let's get to talking about video games. Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot to do this. Shout out to Father and Tristics. Our intro song is done by them, and it's called Breakout. It's a special HTTP remix. And shout out to Broke for Free. Our outro song is Night Owl by them. Thank you guys for letting us use your music for the intro and outro sections of our show. All right. Let's talk about video games, gentlemen. Games. All right, you seem excited. Mm. You like you're ready to play. Talk about what you've been playing. Jesus. Well, I I am. <laughs> so I can I, tell. I can just see you. I played some more Death Stranding this week, and man. Oh no. Man. Are you? Uh, I'm are nearly, you done? I'm are you done the end. I'm near the end of the game. What do you think? <sighs> it's a lot of what the fuck is going on right now. Really. There's a lot of cutscenes. Every everything is a cutscene. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm at the point where uh, Emily got rescued, but she was at the beach, and then and then the President Strand was there, and then the black dude, uh, Die Hard Man, showed up, and he pulled a gun on the President, and he tried to shoot her, but she's dead already, so he can't kill what? her. And then the dude came out from the water, and the, the army guy came out, and he was like, oh, motherfucker, I know you. And the guy knows the guy, and... He knows who Die Hard Man is. And apparently they were friends in the past or something before the army guy died and went into the beach and became a Shit. BT. And then hmm. Emily pushed me down into the ocean and I fell and I woke up and died. And then Dead Man was there and he was like, ah, eh, the world is ending. You need to go find the president. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. The, the game has become fucking chaos. I don't know what's happening. Wow. I don't know what's That's going it. on. It sounds, sounds like you got it. I would yell at you for, like, spoiling it for me, but I didn't understand what you just said. There's so much shit going on in there. But I'm near the end. It's actually quite a lot of fun. Um, I fought a huge BT. So I thought the last two BTs that I fought were big. This guy was bigger. (laughs) It was kind of a bitch to take him down. But I have crazy weapons now, like, kind of spoilery, but not really. But I have a rocket launcher. Does that come with your poop? All right. No, but it, I could shoot r- rockets made out of my blood against the BTs. So, like, yeah, what's up, bitches? I got a rocket launcher. 
I also got a grenade launcher, got shotguns, got assault rifles. <laughs> it's like it's like a totally American game. Yeah. You have a vehicle? I have all the vehicles. I have a motorcycle. I have a level three motorcycle now. Level three vehicle, like a truck. Level three truck. I, I got a defensive truck and I got a level three like range truck, like a long range truck, so I can like travel super long distances with the battery. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. I got a level three truck as well. I pretty much got all my stuff to level three. I got a level three like speed skeleton, so like my guy can run super fast. I got one of those level three. I got a level three uh, like a uh, a cargo skeleton, so like I can carry super amount of weight, like <laughs> four hundred pounds or some shit. And then I got like a. Uh, I got a uh, another type of skeleton. Oh, it's a terrain one. So, like, you fall down less in the terrain. Oh, it doesn't hurt? No, like, you don't lose your balance as much. Oh, as you don't. If, if you're uh, running uh, up, like, rocks or the side of a right. mountain, like, the, the skeleton keeps you on balance a little bit more. And I unlocked recently a new little jetpack thing I could attach to my backpack. Jetpack? And the little jetpack, what it does is, if I'm falling over, the little thing, like, it's kind of like a spaceship. Like, you ever seen a rocket in space? The way they kind of like straighten themselves out when they're in space, you know, they're trying to rotate the little thrusters. You go, oh, yeah, thrusters, yeah. Mm-hmm. It like kind of straightens them out. That's kind of what it is, but for your backpack. So like if you're falling over, the little thing goes, and you're fucking, right, you right. got to stand back up. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I got an extra battery pack in my backpack as well. Like it hangs off of my backpack. And it's a fucking extra battery for my guy. So a lot of cool shit that I have. I have power gloves, like these fucking gloves that like, you can punch people super hard with or whatever, or you can, like, carry heavy-ass shit in your hands. Um, and they also help you, like, f- like if you're sliding down a mountain, they help you stop quicker or whatever. <laughs> I got some uh, boots. Yeah, got level three boots. All that good <laughs> shit, man. All the, all the level three shit. Pretty much got my... I'm at the end of the game. So, like, now yeah. all I'm doing is I'm going after Emily because she some, somehow she's, like... The key she's your girl. To, she's the key to everything. She's the key to the end of the world, pretty much. She knows she can end the world, too. And somebody took her hostage, and uh, yeah. and I pretty much part. have to go kill him or something. I don't know, something. I have to go do something. Like, watch so many cutscenes. But I left Shut off up. at the point where now I'm at, the, I'm at the base where I'm supposed to go to go get her or something or meet some people. To, they're going to help me go get her. But there's like a tornado, like a fucking twister thing on top of the base, and there the skies are all fucking gray. Everything's rain. It looks fucking wild. And uh, so that's where I left off. I saved the game there. I plan to finish it hopefully tonight, if not tomorrow evening, and not Monday, maybe Christmas. I don't fucking know when I'll finish it. Sometime this week. Uh, Good luck. But yeah, Death Stranding. People. Interesting. I remember before this game. I think it was before the game came out. Remember we were talking about we had heard the game had like a two hour cutscene basically yeah, at the end. But then somebody was saying it was kind of broke up with a little bit of gameplay in between. So I wonder if that's where you know the part you're. I at wonder if that's where I'm at because I've seen a lot of cutscenes, dude. Like I'm like talking like cutscenes after cutscenes after like cutscene. It's like what the fuck, man. <laughs> so yeah. I wonder. So are are you I'm enjoying at. the cutscenes? Like are you all into the cutscenes? Oh, I am. Yeah, like it makes it's not making sense. But I kind of make sense of it. I kind of understand what the fuck is going on, but at the same time, I don't. Because they, like, it's really weird. It's, it's, it reminds me of, like, anime. You know what I mean? Have you watched anime? No, I don't. Anime is very, like, it's not straightforward. <laughs> like, yeah, Amer- think- like, American television is pretty much straightforward. You know, like, they kind of, like, tell us what's going on, like, you know, beat after beat. 
and anime does a lot of shit where it jumps around sometimes and it, and it just you're like what the fuck there'll be like three different storylines going on and this kind of feels like an anime where like there's so much shit going on and you're just trying to pay attention to it all you're like if you don't fucking pay attention to it you can easily lose yourself you like, i don't know what the fuck is happening i think that's a good comparison actually because if you like with the anime i know that uh, you're also looking at it through a layer of translation because it's you know japanese usually and yeah. so that's the Stranding is also a Japanese game, so maybe it's part of. Yeah, I, I think he has some confusion. Some, yeah, I, I think there's something there where Hideo Kojima had some design decisions, and you know he made a game he wants to make, and, and at the same time I, I understand that, but at the same time I can see how it can be really confusing for. for I'm struggling us. with it, man. I'm struggling <laughs> with it. It's fucking hard to understand, you because you don't understand what's going on. All of a sudden, they're talking about one thing, and they're talking about some other bullshit that happened fucking 30 years ago and then they're talking about something that happened now and they're talking about this guy and that guy and this girl and that dude and what the fuck's going on with the bbs and all like what the fuck dude it's like it's like a bunch of shits coming at you at once at the end of the game it's fucking wild um but i look forward to finishing it. i look forward to see where the story wraps up and what happens in the end because i i pretty much already connected everything mayo so like i connected the whole country back to the net to the network or whatever so mm-hmm. now I'm dealing with the fallout of that. Because I did that. The bad guys were able to find the girl. So I had to fight the bad guys. And then somehow I, we did fine. I beat the bad guy. But then another shit happened. And now the girl's gone again. So now I have to find her. <laughs> and then the game what? is fucking funny, dude. Because <laughs> there's, there's a cutscene in the game where... Uh, it's kind of spoiler if you don't want to listen to it. Don't listen to this part for like the next minute or so. But there's a cutscene in the game where uh, <laughs> where Emily and, and Sam Porter Bridges are talking, right? And they're talking about like what happened. Like why why did she, like why why did I have to go rescue her or whatever? Like he's telling her, like, why did I have to go rescue you? And like she's telling him that, oh, it was all because of this plan. We had this plan. And she's like, I could have traveled back to the east anytime I wanted to. But I knew we needed you to connect the network, so I like stayed over here, so like you could come all the way across to get me. Mm-hmm, just and he waiting. was like, he was like, you motherfucker. So he was <laughs> like, he compared himself. He was like, so I'm Mario and you're Princess Peach. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Hideo Kojima really <laughs> just dropped this on the middle of the game. He called, compared himself to Mario and her to Princess Peach. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, it's fucking crazy. I couldn't believe they actually compared him to that, but it kind of makes sense. Like you're trying to rescue this girl or whatever, and she keeps getting herself in fucking trouble. Yeah, she's always in trouble or always fucking up or something. You know, bad guys always taking her away. <laughs> you gotta give it up to Troy Baker though. He plays a really good bad guy. He is Higgs in the game. This guy named Higgs. Yeah, I was and, gonna ask uh, who the bad guy was. He plays a really good bad guy. Yeah, he is Troy Baker. <laughs> And at the end of the game, you actually see a lot of him, and you get to fight him. And there's a whole scene in the game where, like, it's like a, it turns into a fighting game. It turns into like a like a fighting game. There's health bars on I top of you. It's like yeah, it's like a fucking typical fighting game where like there's a health bar above you with your name, and there's a health bar above the bad guy with his name, Funny. and you're just you're like punching each other. <laughs> it's like it's like punching fucking like a fucking fighting where you both are stuck in like this thing and, and you both are just punching the shit out of each other but like hard dude like 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 fucking throwing haymakers at each other and, and pretty much 
yeah to defeat the bad guy <laughs> i yeah. just couldn't believe they did that i was like this turned into a what a fucking fighting game all of a sudden it was just funny the way they did that yeah but anyways death stranding people i'm almost near the end still one of my top five games this year easily nice anyways moving on to other stuff that i played this week mm, what else did i play oh um some more call of duty mail <laughs> yeah you know i seen your stream today i seen your stream minute and i woke up this morning actually to get ready to go to work oh. and it said you'd streamed last night and i missed you yeah and then i was at work and it said you you were live and i had tried to jump on you know i, I made a comment in there but yeah. we have we have wi-fi at our work now it just can't keep up though so no, unfortunately I can't up, like, I watching streams yeah yeah Sucks. Unless you give me like a, a 260p option. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to yeah, happen. No. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I was playing some of that yesterday and today. I'm still grinding away at it, man. Still grinding away at that battle pass. I unlocked a new character, a new operator, and as well as a new Ram 7. It's an assault rifle. Um, it's actually alright. I kind of like it. Um, I kind of like the new maps as well. One of them is Vacant. So we've seen these maps before. They're all from Call of Duty 4. So there's Vacant and there's... Uh, what else is the other map? Oh, Shipment. And Shipment is really tiny, man. It's like a tiny... like It's like a square. There's containers in the middle. Like four or five containers in the middle. And you just run around in circles and just fucking kill each other. And in that mode... Right now they have a 24-7 like... 24-7 where it's only the new two the two new maps so like vacant and shipment and they're like it's like a mosh pit of game modes so like one of them will be hard point the other one's domination and the other one's team deathmatch or kill confirmed so like they have like all these modes but only on these two maps well dude today me and Iams in the morning <laughs> got into a game where we we're playing headquarters on shipment <laughs> i told you this map is so wow. tiny mayo this map it is it is literally just a square. Like it's, it's so tiny. It's like a size yeah, of a everybody, house. How many everybody tells me how small it is. There's twelve people in the match, so six versus six. Iams got seventy kills at the end of that match. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like at forty something. He was like at seventy. It was just literally all I do in that match when that mode comes up is I put on the, like the the perk that has two main weapons, and I equip a riot shield and I put that on my back. And I have a shotgun. And that's all I fucking know. If I'm, I'm going to get a kill or two and then I'm going to die. I know that's what's going to happen. I'm not even looking for kill streaks. I'm not looking for nothing. I'm just going to fucking shoot a person and die. Shoot a person and die. And sure enough, dude, it's just fucking mayhem. I'm just throwing smoke grenades everywhere and fucking throwing my thermite grenade. <laughs> it's well, just like every, every little thing you turn around is just like boom, boom, boom. But we're just getting fucking shot everywhere, dude. It's fucking insane. It sounds like a kill streak would be chaos on that map if it's that oh, it small. Is. I can imagine like the Harrier jet coming. Yes, in. no, and people do get <laughs> those. People, people, box. people do get Harrier jets in there, and they get Harrier jets. One person I remember, he got a uh, uh, Harrier. Harrier jets and a fucking uh, airstrikes. Like they get this fucking precision airstrikes, and like if you get a Predator missile on that level, dude, you're gonna get a four kill feed, three kill feed easily, because people are just constantly, especially in like headquarters where like. The headquarters keeps resetting and they keep like popping up new ones or whatever. 
and it's just and everyone's trying to go to that little corner to protect it to cap it it's just insane dude it's fucking hard um but yeah i think he got 70 kills today and the other day when was it i forget what day it was i think the day before last night or so maybe last night the day before i was playing that same mode on that same map and i ended up getting like 68 kills (laughs) and i died like i think i died like 18 times but I was just, I destroyed that fucking map. I, I Everyone was fucking pissed. The other team was fucking mad. I would have been mad too if I was them. I would have been like, this dude's cheating or something. Because <laughs> it was just fun, you know. I was just running around with my, uh, with my shotgun and I was just fucking, literally just running behind people. They would spawn. And I don't know what it, I don't know how Call of Duty does this. I think what they do is they show your character before you're actually in the game. And, you know, it takes you a second to, like, spawn, right? So, like, it takes you a second to get moving. And before mm-hmm. the people get moving, I'm just killing them. So, like, they had no chance to move. I'm just running behind them, just fucking. And they would just keep spawning in front of me. So I was just killing them left and right, dude. It's fucking wild. But that mode is it's chaos, dude. <laughs> On that map, you just got to be careful playing that mode, I guess. Just fucking equip a ride shield or something. <laughs> you. Do you think uh, they do that on purpose with the spawning and stuff? Do you think they just struggle to fix that? Or do you think they just let it go on purpose? I think they just like, don't they give a fuck. Like, they people enjoy it, I think, maybe. and Yeah, they just don't give a shit. They're like, whatever. It doesn't really affect the game much. When it, when it's a regular map, it doesn't matter if it takes you a second right. to spawn, you know, because you're spawning across the map from somebody. But when it's that map... <laughs> It's a kind of a fucking shitty situation because sometimes you will spawn and it's like you spawn and the person's right in front of you with the shotgun and just shooting you in the face. And you're like, fuck, why did he spawn me in front of somebody? But then you look at the map and there's people everywhere. So you're like, yeah, no matter where they would have spawned me, I probably would have died. <laughs> you know, so whatever. So mm. I don't know. I like the map. No, I'm liking the, the new weapons that they have in the game. And, uh, Still grinding that season pass, dude. I'm still playing. Still one of my favorite games this year is Call of Duty. For sure. Still doing pretty good in that hardcore team deathmatch. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, can't wait for the Christmas news to get on. This is the best week to play Call of Duty, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to lie. Because this is when all the Christmas kids get their shit. And they're all the new players are on, and they're all playing on Christmas Day, and you could just get on and fucking wreck them all, just fucking destroy all their hopes and dreams. They were oh so excited to get Call of Duty just to get fucking wrecked by some like level one hundred person. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas reckoning. Hey, Woo! Find a few squeakers, are we? Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is the greatest time of the year, guys. Woo! Anyways. Besides all that good stuff, Mayo, I played another game this week on my VR. <gasps> Whoa, I'm VR. curious. I played, what did you play? I, I played some more Blood and Truth. Some, I remember Blood and Truth? Vaguely. I talked about it way earlier in the year. It came out in March of, or May of 2019, so this year it came out. It's probably my favorite VR game this year. Uh, it's Over pretty much Firewatch? a story. There's a story where you, uh, you're, you're like a mobster's son. And another mafia just killed your... Or your dad just died. Or they come and killed your dad. No, no, no. Your dad just died. You're part of a mafia in London. Your dad just died. So you go back home to your mother to talk to her about, like, the succession or whatever. Like, who's the next person in line or whatever the fuck. 
And during when you go back home to talk to your mom, your brother, you and your mom and your sister, your brother, you're all there like in the main penthouse or whatever this building. And then like next thing you know, like the other mafias coming like fucking full force attacking your fucking house, like your fucking building, like they're coming to kill you or whatever, because they want to they want to take over your like your family's business or whatever. So they're coming in full force, just fucking shooting everybody to kill you. And somehow you survive or something. <laughs> and then you get arrested. The game starts off where you get, ar- like, like showing you getting arrested by, like, I don't know if it's the CIA or the FBI or whatever fuck the equivalent is of that in the UK. But pretty much there's some dude interrogating you and they tell you, like, we know who you are. We know you're part of, like, this crime family. Just tell us what happened. Tell us your side of the story so we'll let you know we know the truth. So you're kind of like, whatever, okay, I'll tell you what happened. So you're kind of having like these flashbacks and you're telling the story from your perspective. And you're doing all these fucking missions about like getting revenge on your family or whatever, getting revenge for your family on the other people. So you're going after them, you're destroying them, you're destroying their buildings, killing people. And it's all in VR. It's like a, it's a pretty much a stealth type of game where like a lot of the missions are kind of stealthy. But, you know, if the shit goes to shit, you can just shoot your way out of everything. Um, the coolest thing about this is that the game is based on like a, uh, it has a, uh, like you have to use the move controllers on your PSVR. So like when you pick up a pistol, like you have to like grab it out of your holster <laughs> and then like you have to aim, you know, you can aim and you can like put the gun up to your eyeball or whatever and you can see the little red dot sight, you know, you can see a little sight and whatever when you put the gun up to your eye and like when you run out of bullets, you have to grab the magazine off your chest and put a new fucking magazine into the gun or whatever. And then same thing with the sniper rifles and all that shit. Or the shotguns and all that. Like, if you run out of ammo, you got to reload them. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much just like a VR game. <laughs> You're just shooting shit all the time. Is it multiplayer or is it just single? It's just a single player. It's probably the best single player VR game that I've played yet because it has uh-huh. real, like... Like like the the motion capture they did for the for the cutscenes is really good. Like the people look like real people, and you're sitting there and you're talking to them or whatever. And and they have like they have some really cool technology they've actually used in this VR that I've never seen them use before. Where like, for example, they have really good smoking technology. You can pick up a cigar, or like a lot of in in this game, there's a lot of vape pens. So you can pick up a vape pen, and you put it up to your face, right? So like. You put the yeah. fucking, you put up the controller to your face. And like, if you actually, if you move your, like if you're, if you're, I don't know if it's your microphone or the camera, but one of the two, if you move your mouth or make a noise, like you're sucking in, like, oh, like if, if you have the vape pen on, the guy will actually in the game, he'll inhale. And then he won't let the smoke out until you start talking and you move your lips or make a noise or you blow out and then he'll like blow out the smoke at the same time. It is fucking wild. Like <laughs> when you first experience it, you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like it's actually like smoking, you know? Like you're sitting there and you're vaping, and then like you put the vape down and you just sit. You can hold it forever, and then like you blow it out, and the dude like blows out a big ass cloud of vapor or whatever. It's fucking wild. Uh, he also does it with cigars. Um, I don't think you could do it with anything else. It's just those two things. But that's like a really neat little touch. You know what I mean? For for VR, like, it's just a little, like, I don't know, just like a little touch, you know what I mean? Here you go. Um, it's a lot of cool things in the game as well, with, like, 
hacking shit and like you got little lock picks or it's a lot of lock picking. You got this little fucking toolkit you can lock pick doors and shit and fucking open drawers and all that cool VR shit. Um, but Blood and Truth is actually on sale right now on the PSVR I think on the PS Store on the PlayStation Store. It's like PSVR exclusive, so sorry, Mayo, you can't play this. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be a good one. It's actually a really good game. It's probably the best VR game that I've played yet. And it's probably the best looking one on the PlayStation. I would say so. Yeah, it's probably the best looking VR game on the PlayStation. I don't know. Firewall Zero Hour looks pretty good too. So does Astrobot. But as far as like realistic looking, <laughs> it looks pretty real. You know what I mean? I, I hear your list getting bigger and bigger. No, you keep thinking about it. no I mean, it, it, looks, it looks good for like a realistic looking game. And... There's some really cool sections. Like last night, for example, I did this parachuting section where, like, I jumped off of this fucking crane and the parachute opens. And, like, I didn't think about it, but you have to you have to actually grab the handles of the parachute. <laughs> so, like, okay. the parachute was just, like, fucking floor. I was just flowing down. And, like, and the dude's, like, on the dude on my head. So, he's like, oh, you need to grab. grab what are you controlling? You controlling your parachute, motherfucker? And I'm like, oh, dude, I have to like look up and grab the handle of the parachute to like control it. Because <laughs> there's a dude in your headset. There's always a dude in your ear, like, like telling you, like, hey, there's a guy coming, or there's a dude over here. They're always telling you something, you know, like some kind of tip or whatever. You're kind of like a James Bond type motherfucker, like spy almost, where you a lot of this shit that you're doing is stealthy. Um, but yeah, man, I played some of that. I played some more Beat Saber. Oh, yeah. And I, I beat the song that I was stuck on, and now I'm stuck on another song. <laughs> I think that's the way the, the, <laughs> way the game's going to go for you. I think you're going to be stuck on one for a while. I think you need to take a break, breathe, uh, relax, <laughs> There's one, come back. two, three songs left in the whole game, the whole campaign. I, I am super impressed, Jesus, like that you got that far. <laughs> I'm not even close. <laughs> you're not even close? <laughs> yeah, and you, you can tell by look at me I am full of rhythm over here I mean <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't right. know why I can't beat these levels you got but... all the rhythm over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is fucking hard man I'm not gonna lie like I, I got to like this last song that I got to last night and, and the song is you can't have any more than five bad cuts so like you, if you get five bad cuts that's the max and on top of that you gotta have a combo that's 150 like 150 uh, like correct slices or whatever of the blocks in a row. But the song is on expert and it's on super fast speed. So oh. like it's like like it's coming at you. Fuck. Like there's a like at first I was like ah this ain't hard. I'm doing all the like the double block shit and I'm doing all. That. Next thing you know it does like the little thing where like the blocks are kind of tilted, but they're like it goes up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, but they're like back to back to back to back, and it's both of them. So you gotta like swing your hands really fucking fast. And then it does like a double thing on the bottom, then it switches to the right side slanted. And it's like, dude, no fucking way. I always miss at least one thing in that fucking. I'm like, ah, so frustrating. And that's, that's where I usually fell when I get to that part of the fucking song. Cause I'm like, this is, can't do it. I can't do it. Well, if you ever get through this, I'm going to, like, send you some kind of reward. I'm going to send you, like, a crown or a trophy or something. Yeah. Get the, the Beat Saber crown. I mean, I don't know, man. That shit is tough. Um, it is really hard. I don't know how people have beat that. It's fucking crazy. I don't know why or how or whatever happened because it's not connected to my Xbox at all. 
But uh, one of the things I kind of tinkered with this week, uh, we, me and the kids, they wanted to play Rocket League. Oh, and yes. We jumped on Rocket League, and you know the little trails from your your, your turbo? Yeah. They had a Beat Saber one. It's the little blocks from Beat Saber that come up behind it. You <laughs> cut. <laughs> and I don't know, like, if it was because, I don't know, it can't be because I own Beat Saber because I own that on PC. So I don't know, like, how I got it on Rocket That's League. But, but But sure enough, it's on there. And... My boy is using it, and he was like, oh, this is so cool. You know, he was using his turbo, and he had the little blocks behind him and stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, because Beat Saber actually has a soundtrack of uh, of uh, that game, Rocket League, in the game. So, like, I was looking at the soundtracks you can buy the other day. Of course, they have the new Green Day shit in there, but they have, I think, I think Rocket League was one of the first ones they sold on there for sale or whatever. So it's like the music from Rocket League. I don't know if it's the music of Rocket League, but it's some music that's in Rocket League because they have like eight tracks or whatever for it. Um, but yeah, right now I'm using the the pink and or the yellow and pink lightsabers. They're fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, I them are pretty neat actually. Yeah. So like, I, I fuck man, like, I was thinking the other day, like when I was playing, I was thinking to myself, this is like the world's perfect game. <laughs> like. It's such a good game, like, like it's, I don't know, what's something about that game where it's just addicting, you know, and you think you're like, one more song, one more song, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just all of a sudden you're fucking playing that thing for two hours straight, and you're fucking sweating, and you're dying, and it's tiring, but it's such a good feeling to play that game, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, have you, speaking of rhythm games, have you tried like, do they have Autica and stuff on the PlayStation? They do. They have that on. I was looking at that yesterday. They have Autica and with the gun or whatever. Like yeah, and you got to kind of shoot in like a rhythm yeah. and you shoot the targets. Is that good? I don't know. I don't I know. I keep thinking about getting it. I don't know. I'm like, I'm thinking this looks kind of cheesy, but it's made from the people who made a, who made a, a Guitar Hero or a Rock Band, one of the two. And it, it looks like it has a lot of good like music support too. Like there's some big name artists behind it yeah i can't remember who all the artists were but i remember seeing some songs from from different artists that were you know so i wonder if i should get that i mean there's some other like there's another game on the playstation called uh i forget what it's called but it's like a drummer like a like a dj type game where like you have the move controllers and you're like you're like a, like an alien in like this tube or whatever and you're just playing fucking music but all of a sudden you can like turn up the music like <laughs> Like, you can, like, remix it and shit and, like, fucking, like, move little knobs and fucking change the music around and just fucking play music if you want. So, I don't know. Rhythm games are the best in VR, though. <laughs> yeah, I keep finding myself saying, like, I say, oh, the rhythm game is so great. And then I kind of play something else. And I'm like, oh, this is so great. This is such a cool idea. <laughs> then I play another game, and I'm like, oh, this is such a cool idea. You know, so same thing with me, because you know what else I played on VR? I played some Wipeout Omega. So I've had the Wipeout Omega collection. I think I bought that. That's probably my best VR purchase, to be honest, because that thing cost me like eight dollars when I got it on <laughs> sale one day. And that game is amazing. Like it looks incredible. It plays incredibly well. It runs super smooth in VR. And you feel like you're in the cockpit of, like, these fucking speed, fucking motorcycle, fucking spaceship, fucking futuristic pod-raising type shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just, you're in, the, like, yeah. this fucking pod thing or whatever, and you're fucking racing, hauling ass, and shooting rockets at other people and shit. And it, 
And like I got it set to where like the camera, because originally the camera was set to where it's fixed to the ship. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like it would move with the ship. But I turned that off and it put it to where like it's controlled by my head. So like the camera moves to wherever I move my head. So if I move my head to the right, the whole screen shift in my, like the whole vision in my thing, it all shifts in my head. It's kind of weird to explain. It's kind of like I'm really sitting in a cockpit because the, the, the ship will like wobble and shit. You know what I mean? If it's just sitting there, it doesn't just sit there. You can tell like it's hovering because it's like moving a little bit. You know what I mean? Getting nauseous. So, um, yeah, like, yeah, and, that, and, and I, I, think I was going to ask you. And actually, that's what the, that's what the setting said. It said like this setting is initially turned off because people get nauseous with this on. But if you want to turn it on, go ahead. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, full immersion, bitches. <laughs> and I turned it on, and I know I fucking loved it. I was like, this is sick because what this is a really cool thing that the game does when when you're sitting there at the starting line, the windows are open next to you, so like you can like look to the left and look to the right, and you can see the crowd, and you can see like the other pods next to you lined up. And then when you're about to start the race, it'll like all of a sudden the side, it'll like kind of close up a little bit and it'll like leave, it'll leave a window open in front, but like the sides kind of close up. So your peripheral vision is kind of like focused to the front, kind of like a horse, you know, when you put fucking blinders on a horse, it's kind of what they do to you. They kind of put blinders on you on the sides. So like now you're focused more in the front. And I think they do that to like lessen the motion sickness or whatever. But it, it's fucking sick because it goes and it closes up and then like, you fucking the pod turns on or whatever and you're just like three, two, one and boom you all take off fucking super quick and it's just you're fucking hitting all the little boost or whatever on the fucking streets but and then you can take shortcuts in the course. It's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> uh, it actually reminded me of uh, you remember the the movie Ready Player One? You've probably seen it, right? Yeah. You remember mm-hmm. that that race that they do when they're like they're taking shortcuts yeah, and shit and they're sure. going underneath. Uh, oh yeah, that's what that's what this feels like when when you're like all of a sudden you're hauling ass and like you see a little path off to the left. You're like fuck it, and you know you can like double tap the the R two and L two to yeah. side shift your pod. So like yeah, instead yeah, of like right. turning, you fucking side shift that fucking right. thing and then boom, you're like all of a sudden you're on like this whole new fucking track. It's fucking sick. You're making me want to play it. It's fucking yeah, awesome. Think, I can't play it, unfortunately, because, again, it's a PSVR exclusive. Really? Or, yeah, well, it's a PS. Yeah, Wipeout is, yeah. Wipeout. But uh, there is a game, Redout, and this is what I call the knockoff Wipeout. <laughs> it sounds uh, like it. it. It's been around for a while, and I tried it because I, I owned it before I ever got my VR, and it's one of the games that was nicely supported VR, so, I you know, something I didn't have to buy, so... I, of course, tried it, and it made me pretty nauseous playing. Oh, really? and I don't know. Like, I haven't played it since, so I don't know if I was just you know, just too warm playing it at that time or something like that. Who knows? But I, I want to go back in and give it another shot because it did have a lot of a lot of flips and corkscrews and loops. Yeah, and they do have It's the that. same concept. It's, it's, you have, like, a pod, and you, got, you're, you can basically shoot each other. And, you know, you can – like, the first thing you have to do is, like, a time trial. You have yeah. to beat – course in a certain time you know before i can even worry about shooting people and stuff like that so i, I just tried it the one time to check it out and yeah it's pretty cool but i just turned it off and they can went to something else and the cool thing about it is, is they have a ton of races in this one they have like three different campaigns the first one is kind of like a kind of like a kind of like you get to know the game campaign where like there's not really a lot of shooting but there's a lot of races and a lot of time trials the second one is called like the other like like it's like a new 
fucking league. league or whatever. And then you get to fight and shoot people. And then the third one is like the hardcore league. So technically you want to beat the first two before you get to the third one. But I kind of just jumped into the second one. Like, fuck it. I'm going to just jump in here. <laughs> and I was just shooting the shit out of everybody. It's so fucking fun though, man. Like, But you're right. I can totally see how, how that can get you fucking sick. Because like, dude, you're fucking hauling ass and like, Next thing you know, you're upside down and you're fucking fucking flipping and yeah. doing some crazy ass shit. It's so much fun though. But you know, it reminds me too, Jesus. I'm just like screaming inside. I feel like Nintendo really needs to make a VR because all I can really think of how awesome Mario Kart would be, yeah, like would sitting be in a go kart with power ups and <laughs> just you know, drive like a little go kart yeah. and you could throw power ups or something like that and you could do like a throwing motion or something. That, yeah. that would just be kind of awesome. And I feel like, you know, just different Mario games. Like, you know, I've always said how cool I think platformers oh, are. Oh, man. And being Dude, if, if, if they did... If, cool VR platformers. If they did Astrobot, like, if they did Mario like an Astrobot, like Astrobot, right? Like, if they copied Astrobot and just slapped Mario skin on it, that game would sell VRs. That game, that game alone would fucking blow up the entire VR market. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think it like, would, too. Like I think I think everyone in the fucking country would have a VR if Nintendo came out with that. If they're like, hey, you gotta buy this on PC or whatever, buy an Oculus to play this on PC. So Mario VR, everyone would have a fucking Oculus. <laughs> you guys played that VR like Zelda game? Like sure. it's it's a it's a th- it's a third person you know perspective. Um, like the camera's fixed, and uh, you, know, you have a sword, and the, it's on the Oculus. No. Is it? Oh, I think it's on the tip of my tongue. I want to say like uh, yeah, Sword and Truth or something like that. Did you say? Like Sword and Truth or something? Let me look at the Oculus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But, but yeah. Doesn't sound familiar though, Jesus. No, I don't know. I play on PSVR, so I don't know if it's on. Okay, yeah, it's it's not on the PS. Yeah. It's uh, dude, it's awesome. There's a Blade and Sorcery. Might be that. What the fuck's that called? It's basically like uh, it, it's Souls games. The VR. Hmm. There's also one that could be called Journey of the Gods. Can't I can't tell what it is though. But yeah. Anyways. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, but yeah, that's what I played this week in VR, man. And I'm just I had a blast with VR this week. It was like like it was fucking fun. I'm like. This shit is a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, and, and I was looking at the PSVR store, and I saw there's new DLC out for Ace Combat. So Ace Combat 7 actually released all its DLC that they were going to release for the game. Oh, and I so there's three different missions, and they're all in VR as well. So like I'm thinking to myself, do I should I pick oh, that yeah. up? Should you kept saying up? how awesome that game was. It sounds like you should. It was fucking sick, dude. It was a lot of fun. Like like it, It's so fun. The thing is, I only played the VR. I haven't even played the campaign. I only played the VR. But, like, I love, like, the whole, like, being in a fucking jet and dogfighting other fucking jets and, like, all that. That shit's cool as fuck, dude. And VR, they, they nailed that fucking feeling, you know? Like, you're flying around and, and it's fucking cool as shit. I think I should buy that DLC. I think you should, too. I think I should try it. I think it would really... Your, you know, I say buy it all, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Buy it okay. VR. <laughs> okay. <laughs> buy it all. <laughs> um but yeah and this there's like uh other cool vr shit coming out next year like that iron man vr i look forward to playing that on the psvr um yeah it looks like a lot of ads i've been seeing a lot of ads lately too for the vr it seems like 
Sony doesn't advertise their VR all year until Christmas time. <laughs> and then they discount the shit out of it and they advertise the fuck out of it. Because I've seen ads for that you, thing everywhere. Do you think it's going to be a bigger push? I mean, do you think a lot more kids and stuff are going to have it this year? I actually happened to run into like three or four people in my work that bought the Oculus Quest for their kids oh, cool. because they don't need the PC, they don't need the PlayStation. Yeah, I could see that. And they're, but then I got of thinking, I was talking to one of my friends, and he was asking me about what VR I had had, and I was telling him how I had the ripped ass. And I did think of a downside on this. So so the Quest is completely wireless, and it mm-hmm. does have a thing where it can tether to your PC, So right? I haven't heard anywhere where it has Steam support yet, so I don't think you can do any of the Steam games. Um, and there's a lot of games on Steam that work on my Oculus that I can play right, right away. Yeah, that's so I'm fair. not that's sure if you can do Steam games on the Quest. They have to work on the Quest. Well, I, I don't think it's powerful enough. Right? No, I'm I mean, not positive. I, I thought of it the other day, and that could be a big downside to where... Yeah, that's what I remember reading about it. Was it's 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 kind of a um, it's a it's a casual use VR. It's kind of like entry level. It doesn't really have the horsepower to to do like a PC AAA game. By the way, the game I was thinking of is called Chronos. Mm, no, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. And right now I have, like on my Steam, I have 30 games that have VR support naturally without having to. Have you played The Forest? I I own it, but I have not. My God, shit, your pants fucking scary. Yeah. I hear it's... Nope. Pretty interesting. I'm not a big fan of scary games, so... Me neither. But I do have to play. I, I haven't played it yet. I did download the demo. Is that Bradford is in his game and it's called Rest, W R E S T, and it, and it's a, a scary game. And uh, I'm gonna brave through it for him. I told him I'd play the demo and, and check it out. I'm excited. I haven't downloaded it <laughs> installed. I just haven't gotten to it yet today. No. So is that one about Rest. What was that? Wait. Oh, what what's that game about? Like sleep. Um, can't remember what they said it was about. Let me click on the store. All this shows in the video is you're just walking through this like abandoned space station. It says out. it's a it's a sci-fi horror VR game. He says you play Andy Bishop, an engineer who wakes to discover a terrifying mystery unfolding in his home. Enter the mystery of Rest VR and stay tuned for updates. Is there? That's some space yeah, yeah. fucking. Like you're stuck in a space station, what happened? I've seen. I'm tired of space stations on on VR horror games. Why is it always a space station? Why the fuck can't it be like you're stuck at home or something? A subway. You're stuck. You're stuck in a hospital. Like why does that to be? You know, like you're thinking of Resident Evil. Those games are like that. Space station. We're gonna be like, oh, you just came out of surgery in the hospital, but then everything went dark. What's going on? And then in the end, you find out you actually died in the operating table. <gasps> Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> you're actually dead the whole time. You didn't know you were dead, but you're Ready actually yet. dead. Actually, see, I can make I can make games too, Kojima. Yeah, you know, you know, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, I just say that one was better. 
had some kind of ad of like I can go to a, a nice little like I can't remember how many weeks it was college to learn about VR making. I can go learn about how to make some VR games. We'll take your ideas and I'll make some VR games over here. <laughs> there you go. Go make some we'll VR sell the gunny. <laughs> go make some VR games, man. Yeah, but I mean, besides all that, I think that's all I played this week, guys. I wanted to play MLB The Show. I keep wanting to play that game every fucking week. I'm like, I want to play some MLB The Show. But then I get all caught up in these other fucking games and I just don't know how time. Mm hmm. It sucks. But yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> actually, I, I downloaded Phoenix Point on on the on the Game Pass, motherfucker. Yeah, Phoenix nice. Point. It just came out too. Like tactical. Yeah, that, a new tactical like, game or whatever. Oh, that's the um, oh, fuck. Uh, what? Yeah, the, the um, what's like the space one? XCOM, XCOM, right? Yeah, it's like XCOM, kind yeah, of right. Phoenix it's Point. Like a sequel. Um, but yeah, this is uh pretty much. It just came out like a few couple weeks ago, dude. Mail like on yeah. Steam or whatever. I don't know if it's on Steam, maybe on Epic, but I know it just came out and they just like added it to Game Pass like the other day. Like, hey, this game is now on Game Pass. Fuck it, everything's on Game Pass. <laughs> I, yeah. I swear to God, I don't know how Microsoft is doing it, dude. I don't know how much money they're paying these devs. They got to be paying them a shitload of money to just like get anything on Game Pass at this point, right? Yeah, like, like they just I have to. I don't know what said because it is. I don't know. It does help them get their games out there too, and then I think maybe as a dev, you probably would be thinking, okay, if my game is out there in Game Pass and it can be played by everybody for free, maybe it'll take off, and then anything we make in the future will be a credible developer from there on. You know, so maybe they take a little bit of a risk on it too. But I'm sure they're probably getting paid from everybody because, again, oh, it seems like, getting paid. you know, you see, you know, what's this week's free game on Epic? It's something that's already on Game Pass, you know, and it's already on Humble Bundle or something like that. It seems like the same game kind of pops up in multiple subscription type stuff or free type stuff. Yeah, but then you get new shit like this game, like Phoenix Point. Right. That's like a brand new game, dude. It's 60 bucks or whatever, you know, everywhere else you go buy it is $60. And it's like, oh, it's just right here on Game Pass. Like, here you go. There it is for you to play. Like, how are they able to do that? You know what I mean? I don't know. Just cut them a nice check, I guess. Well, I think, you know, for the developers, you know, with the Game Pass, they probably get a guaranteed certain amount of money as opposed to having to risk, you know, releasing it themselves and, you know, depending on sales, you know, which can be risky. So the Game Pass is probably uh, appealing because they probably get a guaranteed certain amount of money, whatever that is. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's, that's all I played this week. What have you been playing, man? Oh, man. You know, I again, a busy week here. The holiday's coming up. But I did pick up a game on, on Steam, and it's a VR title. Jesus. So, oh. some more VR talk. And it did have some kind of unique elements in the game, too. And I don't know if this is a PlayStation VR game or not, but the game is called Budget Cuts. <laughs> and I've, I've heard a little bit about this game. <laughs> and it's on Steam right now for like a whole whopping $7. So good opportunity to pick it up. And the whole premise of this game is 
you are working in an office with a bunch of robots and you're a human and you are sitting there and you have this desk all around you and you have like a chair, but you're just kind of, you know, you're standing because you're standing in your VR and there's a, a fax machine and a phone and there's like a little plant and a, a whole stack of papers beside you and it teaches you how you can pick things up. So you pick up a paper and it says like requesting time off to, cause my mother died or something like that. And you have a approve and disapprove uh, stamp. You can stamp it if you want, you know, you'd be like disapprove, you know, and you have a little pile you can put it in. So I'm just kind of playing around and, and looking around and you can open all the drawers in, in your desk. And I'm like, look, just trying to figure out, I'm like, is there something hidden in these, you know? So I'll pull on each drawer open and then close it and pull on the next drawer open and then close it of my desk. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, this robot comes up to me and it lays a pager down and it's like, you have a message. And so the pager is, says like, has a number on it says 1985 so i look at it and you basically go over to your your phone and it's like an old touch tone phone and you dial the 1985 and this lady starts talking to you and she's like you you need to get out of here you're in danger these humans keep like disappearing from from work and uh you're you're the next one i I, i've told you're the next one to die basically you leave the office yeah, and, and you're in the office, and so you're you're going, okay, okay. And she says, okay, first thing you have to do is she, she faxes you a paper, and it shows you, like, some visual clues. There's a briefcase, and it's locked on your desk, and it has, like, stickers on it and stuff. And it shows a, shows a picture of this plant, and it shows, like, behind the plant is a key. So you, you reach behind the plant with your VR because, you know, it's, like, all 3D looking and stuff, so you can't see it. You can look around it and everything, and you grab, and you can pull out a key, and you unlock this briefcase and it has this gun in it and it's not like a not like a shooting gun so this gun becomes like a portal gun jesus and this is becomes your way of movement and so what you do you can fire this anywhere and it almost reminds me of like a like a bouncy ball kind of thing like you can ricochet how you're going to move off the walls and stuff so when you fire, it will it will land in a spot, and then you hit another trigger, and a hole will open in front of you, and you will teleport to that spot where you land. So this becomes be how valve. you move. What was that? I said this has got to be a Valve game. No, it's actually not a Valve game either. So that's what too. It gave me a very much a portal feel to it. And so the first thing you do, they tell you you have to go to this, you have to get out of this room and get out of this floor. They're like. Go to the admin offices and and make a right. And then you can go and you have to jump across from one building because there's a window that's open to the next building. And when you get in there, you know, you'll get more instruction. So you work your way across and you get to this window. And there's this window open and you're in like two skyscrapers and you can see the other one further away. And you got to kind of lean out the window with your VR. Like you can look down you can see the cars moving below you and everything. You're like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you have to lean and, and stretch arm out and fire across into the other building where that ball will land, land so you can teleport into that building so I get over there and I'm in the other building there's some robots hanging out and there's like these break rooms and you can pick up things and put it in your inventory so I'm picking up like cans of pop I don't know if, I, if I'm going to need these if these are going to be like health things or anything later on there's like pencils you can pick up and so I'm just throwing some things in my inventory because I don't know if I'm going to need any of this stuff or not 
work my way down a hallway and your pager goes off and you look at it, you grab it from your side and you look at it and it'll say, it said like, uh, like two, two, eight, one, nine. Let's say I can't remember the exact numbers. And I find a phone. So I dial it and she's like, okay, well now you need this key card that only supervisors have. And you need to get this to get access to this elevator. Then you need to go to the third floor. And then from there, you're going to have to find me. And I think her name was Susan. So you have to make a right. And you feel <laughs> there's a hallway that's marked supervisor. So you go down there and there's all these robots walking around. And these these supervisors, quote, are lethal robots that will kill you on site. So the game becomes like a sneak game where you have to kind of like sneak around them and do like clever like passageways to get around them. So the first one, he's the, the supervisor is standing at a, at a desk and the desk kind of wraps around him and he's standing there kind of like a, when you would first walk into like a hotel, you know, the desk kind of goes around, the person's there on a computer. It's like a robot. And there's a little window, or not a window, but like say like an air conditioning vent. And it's open, and you can see a room behind it. So without being seen, you can shoot into that room, and it puts a, a portal in there so you can portal into that room. And then you kind of sneak around the character, and then you find where this, these uh, offices are at, and you find a key card in there. But then you have to use that key card to get to this elevator. And the whole time, there, there's cubicles all around and stuff, so you have to kind of search things and look for things. And... When a robot will see you, his eye will suddenly glow red. It's like, like a big giant eye on it. And it'll glow red and it'll start, it'll pull out a gun and it'll shoot at you. But you can duck behind the cubicles and stuff and try to teleport and get away. And it'll continue to look for you and stuff. So it's it's kind of a neat concept. Um, I only played a little ways into it. But it's just kind of neat how, uh, like when they call, you got to pick the phone up and you got to hold it by the side of your head and if you move the phone around your audio changes so it sounds like it's coming from a different place so they do like really good with the audio placement and in the oculus it has the sound is built into the headset and it can kind of travel around so it makes it sound like a 3d type sound space and so you can tell which direction your audio is coming from and all that stuff uh, i recommend it jesus if you can get it on the PlayStation? Uh, it's been announced. It was announced at E3 this year, but uh, there's been no release date yet. They even made a sequel to it. I guess that just came out. It's called Budget Cuts 2. December 13th, it just came out. Yeah, so you, could, you can get them in a bundle on the Steam store right now, but I just picked up the first one because I just heard such good about it. It's in one of those. You ever see those uh, essential packs, the VR essential packs? Like, you should buy all these games in this pack and we'll put them all in one group for you. And, and you know, it's like $70 or whatever and you can get a whole group of games. And it, it's included in a lot of those. But I, I was enjoying it. It was, it was kind of neat. The one thing I did find myself doing though, you know like how in VR, when you kind of have to turn, so sometimes you can just move the camera with an analog stick or just your head, but you want to turn your body. So this one you can move about. So when you get to an area, you have to duck in, you know, in the cubicle or you can duck below a desk. And so you're actually moving around a lot in your room. So I kept having to like, I wonder how far 
out of my area I am, right. you know, like, right. am cool. I getting too close to the, the table that's over here or am I getting too close to the end of the room? Luckily, you know, the Oculus has a, a play area. So when you get to the edge of it, a grid will pop up, it pops up. And, and it lets you know. And if you double tap the one home button, it actually has a, a, a pass through where you can actually see the world world in black and white while leaving the headset on. So you can see where you're facing and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I'm all the way over here. How did I get over here? <laughs> you know? So yeah, there's already had the, uh, we've already had the first death in VR. Oh really? I haven't heard that yet. Yeah. Somebody, uh, fell into their coffee table and it's, uh, it was all glass. Like shattered oh, and like and slit their throat. <laughs> it's in Russia. As Jesus is moving his class coffee table out of his room right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Love y'all. I just have a few pets that I'm going to trip or step on. Amos shows up and there's like a dude with a fucking headset on. The one thing that does worry me though is on, on to to my right right here now I have like a like an exercise machine and it has like the pull down bars and all them kind of things too. I'm just waiting to just run into that thing one of these days. Like, and it's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't believe right now I'm looking at a PSVR on, on Reddit. There was a day ago that it was posted. And it was on a, on a Walmart in Myrtle Beach, Florida. And uh, they have the PSVR Mega Pack, like the one that comes with five games or whatever, for $115 on clearance. Holy and that shit. Is with the, the VR? Yeah. And actually unit, too? Oh. Yeah, and you get PlayStation Worlds, Skyrim, Astrobot, Resident Evil, and Everybody's Golf. That is a fucking steal. <laughs> I wonder if that Walmart yeah. is closing. It has to be closing or something. There's no way, because no other Walmarts have that deal. Where is this at? You said? Uh, North Myrtle Beach Walmart. Oh, hey, I need to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go on down there and get yourself a $115 VR. <laughs> like, hey, honey, we're going to Myrtle Beach for a vacation now. <laughs> right now. Right now. Let's go. <laughs> She'd be like, it's cold. And so? Oh, you just man. think how many people will be there. You know? Yeah. 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 That, I played a lot of that. And uh, I got some more time in control again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not nearly as much time as Gunny. I know. I think Gunny's getting close to beating it. He was, I seen a picture of on, on Twitter where he's at and it kind of reminds me of like an end level that he was kind of in it's like everything's all red and all chaotic with him and stuff yeah, and, is there the end? um i am probably like halfway through uh, i did not get nearly the amount of time i wanted to this week on it but i'm trying to remember the last thing i did because it was like the beginning of the week um something to do with the janitor i can't remember what it was like i had to go meet the janitor and, and do all that stuff and you played through the part with the, head, the headset, the headphones? With the headphones? Yeah. No. Let's spoil that for you. Okay. It's amazing. Cool. I, I'm actually well, no, exactly part, what I'm I, the, uh, I think they call it the monitor puzzle. There's a puzzle that involves monitors. With the, sh- the symbols, things like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like There's right before that. I'm like right there. There's a couple of those. I have to do the symbols. Yeah, I think that's the one Gunny said he had to have help on. He had to look that one up, I think. Look up the mirror one. Yeah, there's a few hard ones. 
Yeah, I'm. What do you What do you think of this game, Eric? I I really enjoy it. I I'm having a great time with it. Control. You're asking about control, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the game of the year. I think it's one of the best uh, video games ever made. Well, written at least. I don't think there's many things that really are even on the same tier with it. The writing is just so good. Mm-hmm. It is pretty you know, interesting. You know, it's sophisticated. Like it's sophisticated. It's it's not like super video game like. You know, a lot of games. You know, they you, know, you even with like Red Dead. You know, like it's pretty good. But you know, like I don't know. Sometimes it feels video gamey. And like Control is like the first game where like I it just felt like it was adult. You know, it, it the way it starts is like really really interesting. How it just kind of thro- throws you into it. Mm-hmm. Without much, you know, you know, explanation or anything. And, yeah, I uh, was, I was actually feeling a little lost right at the beginning, and I went yeah, back and did, watched I mean, it's a YouTube video lost. in the beginning, and you I was even, still kind of like, getting what's, lost. What's going on? So I actually just for giggles, I I YouTubed the uh, the plot of Control explained or something like that, yeah. and I found this one. I thought it was it would explain it really well, and. It was really technical, like really technical, talking about these different real life theories about like different, almost like dimension type yeah. stuff. And it would just went on and on and it was super in depth and it was these theories and stuff and, you know, all, all based off of real principles, I guess. And yeah. Yeah. Like, that was really cool. And the other thing is, you know, all, all of their games are connected. They're all in the same world. You know, Alan Wake, uh, Quantum Break. In this mm-hmm. game, there's, you know, there's lots of little references, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat. But uh, hopefully, I, I'm going to have some more time off this week. Uh, after the holidays, here I'll have four days off in a row, so I'll, really I'll get some game time in and and get that one finished. And the only other thing I played this week was with with the kids. Uh, I had a couple of minutes. I sat down in the living room, and they turned the Xbox on and wanted to play some Rocket League which I briefly mentioned. And so we had the three controllers. We played on the same team a couple of games and just played the computer, you know, and beat up on the computer a little bit. And every once in a while, I'd accidentally hit join auto, you know, and I'd be on the other team and I had to play the two kids. And it made it fun, though. Yeah, talk trash back Rocket League is a shit. That game is so much fun, dude. Like, it's fun to just sit there and just play it. Just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just fun. It is. It's a fun fucking game. <laughs> I, I think I had maybe my first time scoring a goal where where I was kind of like what I call flying. Yeah. You know like how you can boost and you can control yeah. like how you go. I was able to actually score a goal that way. Like I flew up over a couple, like two cars, nice. and because I couldn't get to it, and I was able to knock it in and get a goal that way. And I was like my first time. I'm like yeah. <laughs> my kids were like no you didn't. I'm like no watch the replay. He skipped the replay right away. That <laughs> 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 was my greatest moment. In- Rocket League ever. <laughs> yeah, He's like, I, I didn't see anything. I watch my brother play that sometimes, and he plays with the, uh, like, he's on the Diamond. You know, there's ranks or whatever. He's in the Diamond League or whatever. <laughs> and he plays some crazy hardcore players, man. I've been oh, watching those guys play. And, like, every match, they all score, like, five points each. And they always go into overtime, and it's always, like, at the very last fucking second that they tie the game up and go into overtime. And then they'll be in overtime, and it's just it's nuts the shit they're doing. I'm like, what the fuck? Flying in, in the air and fucking blocking the ball, and just yeah. all kinds of crazy shit they do. No way I'm any good at the game is the uh, <laughs> the battle mode. 
where you uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That one is cool. the top out of your car and yeah. I just run into it and just drive into the goal. That's by far <laughs> the easiest for me. I'm like, yes, victory. You know, kind of thing. That was but, the best. Yeah, when you have the spikes or when you have like a whatever, like different power ups that you can just use and fuck people up with. What was that big uh, punching glove on a spring yeah. that like, knocks the ball away? There's one that sucks <laughs> cups you chew the ball, you yeah. know? It's fucking sick. But, yeah, it's a fun game. I, I really enjoy Rocket League just to kind of sit back and unwind sometimes. Yeah. Anyways. That is it for me. Pipe Dream, what about you? Um, John and uh, Penpoint Red and I have been playing through uh, Star Wars a bit recently. Oh, nice. a few Fallen Order? Yeah, Fallen Order. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I wasn't uh, wasn't too into it when I was playing it by myself, but yeah, we started it together, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty fun actually. So, what do you mean started yeah. together? So, like, you go over to we, his he house. He just comes over sometimes, okay. and we just kind of count. We, you know, like he used to do back in the day when you were a kid. You know, yeah. just, he comes over, and we just kind of couch play it, and we'll switch the controller back and forth. You know, when someone dies, yeah, makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. He sucks. Well, he's probably high out of his mind, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a little weird. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. But, uh, one more thing I wanted to... Oh, uh, Life is Strange 2. That's what I've been playing, too. Oh, nice. I kind of want to get into that. I... It's good, dude. I need to finish the first one. I've never finished the first one. Oh, I've done, like, so the good. first... I did, like, I, every, the first two, three episodes, and then I never finished it. And then, like, every time I want to play it again, I'm like, I need to restart from the beginning. And then I start playing it. I'm like, how do you get through the want. beginning? Because I kept hearing from everybody how great this game was. You have to get it. You have to get it. Yeah. And I bought this game, and I sat down on my computer one day to play it, right? Now, I didn't feel like playing with headphones on, because I'm like, this isn't really a headphone game, you know? So I kicked back in the chair, and I, <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching, and my wife walks in, and she's like, what are you playing? Are you playing? Oh, my God, this teenage girl in high school, <laughs> da, 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 and she's laughing at me. My yeah, daughter's I, laughing at me. There is some funny part. I mean, <laughs> I found it fascinating, to be honest with you, to, like, be inside the head of, like, you know, this teenage girl, you know, seeing this, like, whole other side of... It, for me, I'm with Mayo, though. It's hard for me to relate to a teenage girl you know what i mean he how the fuck sure it's hard you know it really is like uh, see i always play a female character if, if there's a choice like i always pick a female yeah like don't get me wrong i mean what i, I think that the story is, is okay but there's something about it where like i always fall off of it i always fall off of it and every, and every time i i've i've bought that game like three times dude <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I think like I bought it on PS4, that. I bought it on Xbox, I bought it again on the Xbox for somebody else, I gifted or something, and I bought the season pass, and all that shit, and I've never finished it. It's because every time I, re- I go to play it, I'm like, I'm like, I need to restart, and I restart it, and I get like maybe a half hour into it. And then you're like, yeah, eh. and then you gotta like, get no. it, and it gets good, like, it, it gets really good. Uh, the farthest that... The, the farthest that I always get into when I when I keep restarting this when uh, I think the farthest that I got into when I restarted was when we went to uh, that one girl's house, her friend's house, and they like meet her stepdad or whatever, and he's just an asshole to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I like that's the farthest I've got. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. Maybe I should give it another Close shot. I should give it another yeah, shot. Yeah, I mean, it definitely gets it picks up and uh, it uh, it's it takes quite a turn towards the end. I mean, it do just, I? 
Do I have to beat the first see, the first Life is Strange to play the second one? Because I know the second one's a little no. boy, right? I think you'll... Yeah, it's it's two boys. They're actually, yeah, the Hispanic boys. It's it's interesting, dude. I think you'd really like it, actually. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating game. I know game. I played the uh, I played that Captain Spirit shit or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that based on that? He's that that's it's sort of a split story. That that little boy is a character in Life is Strange too. Okay. But it's it's not really what Life is Strange Two is oh, about. Oh, he's just like a side dude. Totally, it's just oh. one of the the secondary characters. Life is Strange is about two brothers. Like I said, they're Hispanic, and um, he's just sort of. It basically hits every single hot political issue that is like happening. Like it's kind of funny. It goes down the list. Um, you should play it, man. And and yeah, you you do play a you know a boy, so you, you might have a. And he's Hispanic, like I said, so you might you might like have a better time related to it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I I it was it was great. I didn't really like it at first, to be honest with you, like because I really liked Life is Strange One with the females. But once I got into it, man, like, yeah, it's it's a fucking great game. Mm. It's intense. Yeah, uh, you know what the game I want to beat? I want to beat uh, I want to beat uh, <laughs> fucking Walking Dead. Also, like I fell off of that after season one. Telltale's. Yeah, after season one, I played 400 Days, and I think I played episode one of season two, and then I never picked it up again. Yeah, I fell off that one, too. They just, like, I, after the first season, yeah. it was so good, you know? Like, it was really good, yeah. Like, it was so good. Oh, oh my God, man. it was so good. The way it ended with Lee and all that shit. Like, wow. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that, like, I was, like, spellbound. But then, like, uh, the, I think what happened was the second season came out after the Xbox One had come out, and I yeah. had bought season one on the 360, so then to play it on the Xbox One, I had to rebuy Season 1 and replay that all again to carry my decisions over. And then I was like, I don't want to do it, all this shit. I think that's what it was. I think I ended up replaying all of Season 1 again, and then 400 days. But then by the time I got to Season 2, I was just bored with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, Yep, same. It's I too just, much. I <laughs> but I hear it's really kind good, too. I hear that the Season 3 ends really well with Clementine like all grown up and shit. And, it is cool to see her growing up. Yeah, that is a neat yeah. aspect so, like, of it. Like, I heard that that really ends really cool. And I don't know. I guess yeah, all those I games, man. Telltale just, in my opinion, Telltale had great stories and they had great writers and, and, mm-hmm. and they could really do some cool shit with it. They just had too many fucking yep. things too going ambitious. on. Yeah, they, like the Game of Thrones one, I really liked the Game of Thrones one as well. Like I liked how that all ended. Like, That's you know, you had to one. choose between you and your brother who's going to become the the lord of your house or whatever and like right like you, you you like your brother sacrificed himself to like keep you alive or like you have to sacrifice one or the other one to keep you know one alive to be yeah okay. and it's like holy shit like which one do i want to be the lord of the house do i want the strong guy or do i want the guy that's like more thoughtful like i don't fucking know <laughs> you know what i mean so like those that game was really intense you know game of thrones it really felt like game of thrones because you had a lot mm-hmm. of betrayal like you know, like, like the red wedding part, like yeah. seeing the like other side of it, like that's so cool. Yeah, seeing the other side of the red wedding and like yeah. how they planned yeah, it all like, out. Oh fuck, so fucking I'm, sick. Like, yeah, I know. As soon as I realized what was happening, I was like, oh, my yeah, because it happens right after like the red wedding, right? It's under like like yeah. that's where the Game of Thrones came in, and like, oh, it was it was so fucking cool. Like they could have done so much just with that fucking IP alone, but they had so yeah. much shit on their plate. They had like. All the Guardians of the Galaxy, the fucking Borderlands. I never played all, that. all yeah. these fucking games. Borderlands, the Borderlands one was my favorite one. I heard, that, I heard that was good. 
Yeah, I heard that was It good. was funny as fuck. And you know what? I didn't... I never liked Borderlands, like, 1 and 2. I never yeah. liked them. And then I played Tales from the Borderlands, and it actually made me want to buy Borderlands 3. Because uh-huh. that's how much I fucking liked it. I'm like, this this story and this Borderlands Telltale shit is so good that I just want more of it. Anything that's more yeah. of it. <laughs> so I ended up buying Borderlands 3 because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fucking crazy. Those Telltale, man, they really... They had some cool shit going, but they, they fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they how they come back, you know, with the new studio. Yeah. I I don't have really any hope. I mean, I don't, I don't think this could be anything it's just like tell, it. Tell, it's just Telltale the name. is they right. fucking I mean, gone. <laughs> you know, the Telltale company, like, it, it essentially was, uh, was LucasArts. Like, like, most of the crew was yeah. from, like, the Monkey Isle game, you know, those old old games, the Lucas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, yeah, they were, yeah, it was a good crew. Yeah, they they, they were pretty talented. Like I said, man, they had some great writers because they, they'd come up with some really cool, interesting stories. and They were all really fucking well done. Yeah. Yeah, when I first played that Walking Dead, like, I, I'd never really played anything like it, you know. With, oh, dude, that blew everyone. I remember that one game of the year and, like, a lot of shit. Like, remember that one game of the year at the Video Game Awards and all that yeah, shit? Yeah, right, it did. Yeah, because it was just like a mind. Like I remember, everyone was playing that game, right? Everyone was playing The Walking Dead. It, it was like just like, yeah, incredible. It, it, and then I mean, put them on the map. And then from there is when they went just they went crazy. And like the next yeah. E3, they had like ten new games to announce. Like we got this marble thing, and we got fucking Game of Thrones and Batman and fucking Superman and, and fucking everything else you could think of is coming to this fucking thing. Minecraft and shit. Yeah, it was just wild. You know, I, think, I think part of the problem was, like, they didn't really innovate, like, on their storytelling. No. You know, it was really hot at first, but, like, it started to get copied, you know, by other companies. Like, Life is Strange. Life is you know, Strange. Life is Strange is <laughs> built on the, it's built on the model, you know. Yeah. But it's done better, you know. It's, like, better graphics, better, yeah. you know. It, that's, that's what killed them, too. I think their engine was just the same thing. It looked the same yeah. all the time. It played the that's same. Cool. They needed to update that. If they just came up with like a new engine with new graphics and kept kind of like the same kind of storytelling, yep. but made it like nicer looking graphics, like Life is Strange, maybe yeah, they would have done a little bit better, you know. But still, like they just kept milking that same thing over and yep. over and over and over. People got burnt. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, anything else you played? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's news time. Let's get into some news, Mayo. Mm-hmm. The news. Good old news. Good the old news. news. Anyways, moving on to some news. Apparently, The Rise of the Skywalker's opening crawl references an event you could only hear in Fortnite, Mayo. Mm-hmm. That's what? right. That's right. So during the, you know how like they have those opening crawl scenes in, in every oh, Star yeah. Wars movie. Like, well, the Empire is doing this and blah, blah, blah. Well, in this one for the Rise of the Skywalker, there is a part where it says, The dead speak! The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast, a threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. And pretty much like if you watch the movie, uh, you, you realize there's no threat from Emperor Palpatine in the whole movie. But... In Fortnite, there was. 
That was for the live event, right? Yes, during the live event is when I guess the scene that people watched in the epic theaters the other day on Sunday or whatever, or Saturday, week before this show, so last week. Uh, if you were in Fortnite playing the game, you watched a special scene at the movie theaters in the game. Uh, wow. It was that. It was that scene. So wow. it's kind of crazy that epic is kind of tied to Star Wars wow. uh, with this. <gasps> so with that, Mayo, can your fucking Steam say they've had a thing with Star Wars? No, unfortunately. See there, what's up with that? Hey, I said, I said last week, I'll hail the mighty epic, mighty epic store, mighty <laughs> epic store. That's pretty wild. I actually went to Not go see lot. that movie. I went to go see that movie Thursday. It was, it was good. Oh, you, you saw it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was so- packed. I just, I hate when I sit next to somebody in the theater. You know what I mean? That I don't know. Uh, it was just sure. it was so packed dude it was like fucking packed and I was just like can make uh, it a little uncomfortable no. and the thing is I was sitting next to this guy that was just complaining the whole time right the whole time okay, he was com- he was complaining about like uh, at first he was complaining about how many ads because of course they're going to play ads dude the fucking theater is sold out you think they're not going to play ads so <laughs> right. they, they play like half an hour of ads before the movie starts right like all the new movies right. coming out like 007 and all this shit he's like oh What's up with all these fucking ads? What the fuck? Boo! And then, and then, and then, like, uh, what happens? Oh, the movie starts, and then he starts bitching. He he started complaining that one of the characters from an old movie, and like the other Star Wars movies, was in yeah. this one. And he's like, boo! Like I was just like, dude, like obnoxious. You're that good. You're that guy. You're the guy that's gonna be booing at the screen and and, and like all that super shit. Nerd. You know, like fucking yeah, like super nerd. Like fuck. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker, you know, like, it's just bullshit. Like, what that the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had to sit next to that fucking guy. I kind of going to want, I want to go watch it again. And hopefully the theater won't be as packed sometime yeah, this week. Yeah, I'm planning to go see it too. So, uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll get to catch it again and, and watch it more comfortably this time. I don't think it'll be as packed as it was on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll die off. Yeah. I'll probably oh, yeah. actually wait and... Probably go after like the first of the year, even. Yeah. Oh, wait, hey. Wife and all the kids and I will go. It's reminding me of something. Have you guys seen The Witcher? Yes. Dude, it's so uh, good. Yeah. I was going to bring that up actually right after we t- stopped oh, talking okay. about Star Wars. I, I, yeah, it just yeah. reminded me of yeah, like... Um, Mayo, have you played The Witcher 3? Uh, Just a little bit of it. This guy. This game, I have not. It's funny because we talked about this a long time ago when I was on the show that I, I barely ever played it and I never owned it. And I actually have it from Gunny's account on so Steam, good. so like I can so play it. Good. But I I avoid those really long RPG games because I know I probably won't get it finished. It doesn't matter. Just start it. Just play it. Just play it's it little incredible. by little. Play play two hours a week or three hours a week every week for the it took next me about three years to play it. Yeah, play it, play it for the next four years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me something to play, play until uh, play it till the next out. Witcher. No, 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 play it till the next right. Witcher comes Cyberpunk. out, and you'll be good. Have you guys ever played the old ones? I have actually. So I played a, uh, I played Witcher two on the three sixteen, and actually, Wait. I just right. I picked that up randomly one day. I went to GameStop, oh. and the girl at GameStop was like, "You like RPGs?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "You uh. need to try this one." And I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" She's like, it's The Witcher. I'm like, what the fuck is The Witcher? She's like, oldish. She's like, just try it. She's like, just try it. If you don't like it, you bring it back, and I'll give you a refund. 
Sick. And I was like, whatever, sure. And I tried it. And I, I kind of liked it, but then I kind of didn't. What I didn't like about it was that it wasn't as open-worldy as I was used to, like, open-world games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Witcher 2 was very, like... Uh, very linear. Very linear and very kind of like Tomb Raider, where, like, it wasn't very open at all. Like, it was kind of open sections, but, like, not open-world. Whereas Witcher 3 is just open world. You can go anywhere. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> as long as you, you're willing to die sometimes, you can go anywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That was the main difference. But, like, all the cutscenes are dope as fuck in The Witcher 2. It was all cool, man. Yeah. I remember playing. I tried the original Witcher. I kept seeing it back in the day. Oh, that's when right. I was new to Steam and stuff. And at the time, and I'm like, oh, this game looks really cool. This game looks really cool. And I had a friend that actually had bought it, and he bought like the physical copy on PC back in the day oh, when shit. you actually did that. And uh, I tried it on his computer, and and you know this at the time was an older computer then, so it didn't play the game the greatest. And this the first Witcher, the controls were so bad, yeah. like the the mouse. Game. Was your was your camera movement? I think, and there was no way to like lock on the characters. You could be like attacking off screen and stuff, but way you're like not yeah, looking at stuff. And it was so hard, and it just drew me away from it. And I kept seeing like still shots of the game. I'm like, oh, this looks really good. The the enemy design and the characters look really cool and all this stuff, but I never wanted to play it because of the bad controls. And I knew when they when they came out with the third one, everybody was like, oh, they completely improved on the way the controls were, and yeah. this game is just amazing. And they're like, you know, you can put 100 hours in this game, and I'm going, no way, because I know if I want to start playing it, I'm going to get absorbed, and so, I'm going to okay. put 100 hours in this game. And... Yeah, but like 400. Yeah, Witcher 3... Uh... Anyways, the reason I asked you if you ever played Witcher 3 is because Geralt in that game, you know, you know what Geralt looks like, what he sounds like. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker, Henry Cavill, the dude who plays the Witcher in the series, the motherfucker looks like the Witcher. He He looks just like him, dude. Looks just like him. And he has that that fucking, that that deep fucking voice. voice, That voice, dude. I know. I was like, I was marveling. I was like, like, he nailed it. What? I was like, this motherfucker has the voice. Oh, the Witcher. This motherfucker sh- could show up at any convention dressed like the Witcher, and it's he's like the Witcher. Like his face shape changed. I mean, like, yeah, like it was quite impressive. Yeah, they must have recognized some... lots of locations from the game. Yeah. Without knowing the story, am I gonna pretty much still get into it? I played on Witcher. Story's fucking got, like so. Okay, but... so so actually, what they do in the Witcher series is they start the story off where. Like a prequel, isn't it? It's kind of like a prequel. So it is a prequel to The Witcher Three. So it's kind of like a prequel to The Witcher, where, where like, The Witcher is The Witcher. He's doing his thing, like hunting monsters or whatever the fuck. He's yeah. just kind of just doing his thing. And then you kind of see the story of Yennefer, like where where she came from and like how she became like a crazy powerful witch or whatever. And then you see mm-hmm. the story of Ciri, or Cirilla or whatever the fuck, and like how she used to be a princess. And, like, her, she was a princess that was under the care of the queen or whatever in her castle or whatever. And uh, the queen went to war against the dudes from the, the what the fuck are they called? The Nilfgaards? Nilfgaard? Nilheim? Like Nilheim? Nilheim? Yeah, something like that. From Yeah, the, the, the dudes were the all black, the black army, right? She right. went to war with them or whatever because she got kind of, like, they were, like, trying to invade. And she was like, fuck you, you're not going to invade shit. 
And they went to war, and she got her ass kicked because they were just, like, outnumbered, like, 100 to 1. <laughs> like, their army stood no fucking chance against this big army that they showed up with. Are you talking about the, the show now? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And okay, they, yeah, so I And yeah. then they, they, they all retreat back to the castle, Mayo, and, like, it's pretty cool how they show, like, Siri talking to their lady and the queen, and Siri's the last one that has to survive, so, like, they, like, right. fucking sneak her out of the castle, like, you know, typical, like, back in the day, you think, like, kings and queens like sending the princes off or whatever so they can come back and rule the land once again and all that shit it's pretty much a story in itself dude think of like game of thrones mayo but like gorier and a lot of nudity as well so it's kind of like an hbo show you're asking about the game though right mayo i know i was asking about the series if i'd be lost or not no you're not yeah i mean the story is it's it's dense dude like it's definitely dense like yeah it, it helped me seeing the playing the game for the show like yeah, you'll you'll recognize a lot of shit, but at the same time, you could just... That's true. Yeah, the show, pay, the show, if, they if do you, a good job. You if just, you pay attention, you'll understand what the fuck is yeah. going on. You're like, this guy's yeah. a witcher, this person is this person, and they do game a lot on of the hand, Yeah, like, I was lost for a long time. Because I really didn't play the other ones. Yeah, the game is just something else. Um, but yeah, fucking great show, I dude. Didn't, I didn't put it in the news, but I guess uh, they made a little bit of a settlement with the uh, original creator of The Witcher. Um, oh, you really? remember an article about yeah. how they yeah. had he was trying to get money from the series because only got a little bit. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess they made some kind of settlement. I can't remember what it was. I, I, I ran across it today. I know initially he got like a, a lump sum, and he right. was like, "Here, have it," and then it really took off, and then he would he come back and wanted basically to, more. Yeah. You know. Well, and let's talk about that because so pretty much the city project right in the beginning. So uh, it says here that. Uh, so the creator, his name is Andrew, and it's hard to say his name. It's A N D R C E J. So I don't know if it's Andridge or Andrzej. Andrzej. Sapkowski. <laughs> he had Pretty licensed cool. the property for an upfront sum instead of a percentage deal because he thought video games were stupid and it wasn't going right. to add up to anything. Yeah, no But idea. it did. <laughs> I think he got like thirty thousand dollars or something. So uh, Sapkowski issued a demand for more money. To the tune of 60 million PLN. Yeah. Which works out to about 15.6 million US dollars. CD Projekt Red said no, but it also said that it would work toward reaching an amicable resolution on the matter. And it says here that in February 2019, it was reported that a reconciliation between the two parties was in the works. And now it appears that the goal has been reached. Uh, they, have, they have signed a new agreement, further yeah. solidifying their relationship with CD Projekt Red and the creator of The Witcher. So it Does says here... How much? No, it says here, uh, we've always admired Mr. Andridge Sapkowski's work, a great inspiration for the team here at CD Projekt Red. That's what the CEO of CD Projekt Red said. And they said, we believe today marks a new stage in our continued relationship. Uh, Details of the the new agreement or the new arrangement are buried under an NDA. Uh, But CD Projekt Red said that the deal satisfies and fully clarifies the needs and expectations of both parties, past and present, and sets out a framework for the future cooperation between the two sides. Nice. Well, yeah, kudos to CD Projekt Red. I mean, they could have just been like, "Fuck you, no, done." You know, we <laughs> yeah. you got your money. Yeah, every right you to. signed off. Yeah. You're done. But they, you know, they worked with them. He probably got like now he probably gets like two percent off of everything they make or something. You know, like a two percent royalty on all the copies of the game you sell or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? 
Hey, I I take two percent of the Witcher series. Fuck right yeah, now. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're just sitting back at home making two percent of fucking a hundred million dollars like you're fine dude you're set you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean they're, they're one of the best developers you know like as far as um just taking care of their customers and yeah because they're, they're the ones that don't uh remember they were the ones that said they weren't gonna like fuck people over and not release DLC for their games. They don't do microtransactions. They release DLC for their games. It's just the like, DLC is great. The DL, is like awesome. they, they tell you, like, our DLC is 15 bucks, but that's it. And, like... And it's get, like a like, whole new game. Yeah, you get, like, a whole new game for this much money. <laughs> it's pretty much what they're saying, you know what I mean? So, they're pretty Did you cool play the developer. DLC? No, actually, I got... I started, uh... Was that Blood and Wine or... Yeah, Blood and Wine is the first one. I started that one. At, doesn't that one start off with like a party? You and Siri go to like this party or whatever in a mansion. Yes. So that's yeah. where I started off at with that one. I started off with me and Siri show up to like this masquerade party or whatever. Oh yeah, I do remember it. Yeah, that was and, fun. Like, there was fireworks going off and there's some crazy yeah, it was shit. Yeah, cool. I, I, like I that. thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, this is a cool. Yeah. But then like, I don't know what happened and and I never finished it. I never finished the game. <laughs> Like I said, I got, but I got really far into the game though. Like I really yeah. did. Like I met all most of the main characters. I met like all of them. Like the, the what's the dude that dude that sings the songs? Oh yeah, I know you're talking. About. I can't remember. The his dude name, who's but... always like in trouble. He's like, <laughs> I hate that. Girl's like, I have to rescue you one more yeah. fucking time. Yeah, girl's so. God funny. damn it! Like <laughs> I have to rescue you all the time, dude. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> You're like a little bitch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and yeah. the guy's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Moving on to more news, ladies and gentlemen. Borderlands 3 is now on Stadia, but it's an old version from October. That's right. Uh, so Borderlands 3's launch came on four days ago. So uh, what was it? The 17th of December. But uh, the, build that, the build that is in the, uh, the launch for Stadia, it's uh, before October 24th, according to 2K. They said that like, the patch in it, it's from October 24th. Hmm. Uh, Are they doing a bunch of like holiday stuff right now, too? Yeah. So would that be lacking all the holiday stuff, then? I'm assuming They're probably so. not going to get any of yeah. that? No. Do you guys have Stadia? No. Nope. Nope. I had it pre-ordered, and then I canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's right. I, I thought you had it. You're, you're no, getting it. I was a stadia. I was a stadia master racer for a while, and then I canceled. Yeah. Yeah. What? We'll, we'll have to get Evans' yeah. opinion at some point in time here soon. He probably sold his already by now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who had it? Evan. Uh, Evan Tanaka. Yeah. Oh. Et man. Et has it. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, moving on to more news here. Speaking of more news, Stadia news. Stadia. Stadia. Stadia now adds Stadia. three more games to his list of library this week. <gasps> That's oh. right. Three more games, guys. Woo! Is that put them up to what? Fifteen games now. Google announced now that it's going to have Borderlands Three and Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. Available on Stadia as of Tuesday, with okay. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint hitting the platform on Wednesday. Uh, there you go. And apparently, Ghost Recon will be the first title to incorporate Google's exclusive Stream Connect feature. 
which allows players to view their teammates' screen picture-in-picture style so they can better coordinate their missions. So like in me and, and Mayo and you're playing Pipe Dream, we could be like, hey, Mayo, we're going we're gonna to tap into your feed, bro. And then like a little fucking screen comes up and we can see Mayo, what Mayo's looking at. And I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap into Pipe Dream's stream and then we could all see each other's screen and we could be like Super Delta Rangers. What? Sorry, I, what game is this? I like space out. Ghost there, Recon. Oh, oh Ghost Recon. Recon. Okay. Yeah. Breakpoint. Yeah. yeah. That game's fun. Mm-hmm. Troy Baker like voices every character in that game. Troy Baker voices every character in every game. Every game. That's yeah, true. He's a beast. He is a beast. That's what he but, like no, seriously, like, every enemy in that game is like Troy Baker. It's like he does it for fun. every game. Death Stranding. He's the fucking the main bad guy. <laughs> God, <laughs> I wish I didn't hate that game. Troy, Troy Baker. Anyways, moving on. PlayStation has now announced a DualShock 4 back button attachment. That's right, ladies oh. and gentlemen. For years, competitive gamers have used paddles on the back of their controllers to give them the edge in matches, Mayo. Mm-hmm. From Scuff yeah. Gaming's line of premium gamepads to the first-party Xbox One Elite controllers, we've seen these paddles appear on several high-end controllers. Today, Sony announced a new attachment that grants similar functionality to its standard DualShock 4 controllers, the PlayStation Back Button Attachment. VP. You can uh, plug it into the bottom of your DualShock 4, and you can map up to 16 different buttons. For example, if you want the right back button to act as a shortcut for a triangle, while the left back button is a shortcut for R1, you can map it as such mail. Mm-hmm. Also, the Back Button Attachments will feature an OLED screen that shows you what each button is mapped to. You can save three profiles to the back button attachment you can, so you can swap between configurations for the games you play the most on the fly. It also features a headset pass-through so you can still use a 3.5mm headset jack and with the peripheral. So there you go. Okay. It's weird this is an OLED screen. You know, I think OLED is thinking of automatic, you know, the OLED TVs. It's crazy. Why, why would they waste that much technology on an OLED screen on the back of this thing? You know what I mean? An OLED? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. It's an OLED. That's not like a regular LED screen. They put a fucking OLED on the back of that thing? Yeah, it's like... It's a little too much, isn't it? Yeah. OLED, well, I guess they have that uh, technology because, you know, they have they the Sony OLED. I mean, they... Yeah. Probably like 200 bucks. No, it's actually only uh, 39 dollars What? $39.99. That's cheap as fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, the, old, the OLED is probably only showing black and white colors. It's <laughs> normal controller. It's like 70 bucks. Just... Yeah, it looks like it's uh, all black with uh, the lighting part is white. Yeah. Is the way it looks. Yeah. All right. This news reminds me, too, Jesus. Uh, I did read, too, today that uh, Corsair bought... Uh, um, Scuff Gaming. Um, Scuff, Scuff Gaming controllers. Yeah. So oh, really? That's kind of an interesting move, too. That is the, interesting. Yeah. No, I, I told these some of the guys in the community that uh, they're gonna start seeing RGB controllers because everything Corsair makes is RGB. I thought they did RAM or something. What's that? I thought Corsair made RAM. They do. They make RAM. They make uh, keyboards, mice, uh, CPU. Yeah, that's right. They I make remember. a lot of stuff. Yeah. I have a headphone stand that's made out of course from Corsair. Everything headsets. What I wonder though is what's gonna happen to the deal that they had between Microsoft and Scuff Gaming. I wonder if 
Corsair will take that away or if Corsair will just partner with them even more because Corsair already partners with Microsoft to do their yeah, they're the but, ones that they're the ones that do all their keyboards. So they've done like the Gears of War five keyboard. Oh, I thought they, that was they, Razor. They, oh, was it Razor? I thought it was Razor. Did was it gears. Corsair? I could be wrong. Well, I, anyways, all I know okay. is that the reason the Xbox One Elite controller is the way it is, right? The way we have these paddles back here. Yeah, is scuff. This is scuff technology. Like, okay. like scuff licensed their tech to Microsoft oh. back in 2015. That's when Microsoft created the Elite Controller, the first one. They created it like in 2017 because it took yeah. them two years to develop it or whatever. But they That's use these these paddles are the same ones. Like if you go and buy a scuff controller, you're going to get these same exact paddles, the same size, the same style uh, because it's scuff technology. And it's actually licensed by Microsoft through scuff. But now that, that Corsair owns them and Microsoft is always doing deals with Razer, I wonder mm -hmm. if Corsair is going to be like, fuck you, we're pulling your license from using our shit on your stuff. I I don't I don't think they could do that. Yeah. I don't know. Cuz they own the technology, they just license it out to Microsoft. Right. But they are the yeah. official, they are the exclusive Xbox third-party controller partner for Microsoft professional I'm, gaming. Make a shitload of money doing that. They're not going to fill that. Yeah. Know? If I had a guess, Corsair is probably just going to let them do their thing, and they're probably just going to give them some backing, maybe. Because mm -hmm. in the article, they did, they said Scuff was like an indie company, like they're a smaller company. Yeah, they were. So this company. is probably this is probably just a money backing thing to help them even push their product even more. Because uh, they're the guess. ones that uh, they're the ones that provide Microsoft with like all their uh, their esports controllers for like the user competitions. They're the ones that provide all that shit as Scuff. They're the the exclusive third party accessories partner yeah, for the wireless. I'm to try one of those. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I mean, it, if you're looking for a the the thing I will tell you right now though is the difference from from a scuff and an elite controller is not very much. The yeah. the, the the thing is though that a scuff controller can and will cost you like almost twice as much as an elite controller if you go crazy on it because they can. They do all kinds of crazy shit. Where like they'll be like, you can add fucking purple and blue and pink fucking buttons. Oh right, and, yeah. Remember and that. fucking engrave your initials into the fucking into the right. back of that fucking shit. All kinds of crazy shit. And and though like your controller next to you know it's fucking four hundred dollars because you went all out on it or whatever. Right. So I think I think guys I work with, there's a couple guys I work that have scalp controllers, and I think they're more PlayStation people, and they kind of change their like. They don't like where the thumbstick placement is on the PlayStation oh, controllers. Like an Xbox? They're different on the scuffs, and so you can use it on the PlayStation with the thumbsticks in different placement, like yeah. the Xbox one, but it's a PlayStation controller, and then they can map everything. And I, I know a couple of guys that use that, and I believe that's what they, they were telling me is what they like about it is they don't like the PlayStation analog sticks being in the middle, like how they are, you know, the same height yeah. and everything, where yeah, the Xbox are offset. Xbox Elite on the PlayStation. I know there's adapters. You can buy an adapter that you can connect your Xbox controller to the yeah. PlayStation. They have those adapters. They have them for for keyboard and mouse. I'm pretty sure they have them for the Xbox as well. My controller broke. It didn't last very long. Which one? The Elite? The Elite, yeah. I, I didn't think it was very well made. They're not. The first series was really badly made. Like, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't have insurance Did on it. They, they yeah, like the, the Dead Center got all loose and loosey-goosey. yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a good controller. It worked, though. I recommend insurance on that. Or just get a new one, I guess. Get the 
The version two is better. <laughs> and we get that then. Randy Pitchford doesn't seem to be impressed with the Xbox Series X, and he calls out really? Phil Spencer. That's right, our friend, our dear friend over at Gearbox founder, Randy Jesus. Pitchford, has now taken to Twitter to call out the Xbox head, Phil Spencer, following the tweet about the upcoming Xbox Series X or simply Xbox. Microsoft executive president of gaming took to Twitter to respond to an article from Eurogamer's Digital Foundry on the next-gen Xbox, the Series X. In the article, Eurogamer mentions that the power increase for the Series X over the original Xbox One and Xbox One X is likely achieved through increased processor frequency instead of transistor density. According to Moore's Law, transistor, transistor density on a microchip should double about every two years, but this pace appears to be slowing down. It says here, Transistor density is unlikely to have doubled, meaning that the primary route forward for increased performance is frequency and lots of it, Digital Foundry wrote. Increasing clock speeds gets more performance and therefore more value from the silicon, but the harder you push, the more power you need, and the more power you need, the more heat you produce, necessitating innovation in terms of thermal dissipation. Phil Spencer tweeted that while Moore's Law is seemingly slowing down, performance ambitions increase, and as such, design innovations are required. He said, quote, as more, so he said that, right? And he said, software innovations like VRs, VRS will be critical. The Xbox Series X rewrites the rules of console design, and the power level should be extraordinary, that's what Phil Spencer said. So apparently Gearbox founder and Borderland core creator Randy Pitchford doesn't seem to be impressed with the Xbox Series X so far, and he called out Spencer in the following tweet. He said, Is Moore's Law slowing down? How many transistors in the Series X? What if Moore's Law is like the four-minute mile? Your ambitious message for the Xbox One X was inspiring, but for... The Series X, well, this feels more like an excuse. And then he said, <laughs> so he was just, and then he said in a follow-up tweet, Pitchers said that, said that he wants the next Xbox to be as powerful as it can be. He said, there's nothing more than my comment. I love Phil and I'm grateful for his leadership. I want the next Xbox to be as powerful as it can be. And I want to hear platform leadership carrying aspirational, ambitious technology goals that benefit customers and developers. So... Whatever he said, he, he said he's an Xbox gamer. You can find him on Xbox. His gamer tag is Duval Magic, and uh, yeah, got like a hundred thousand requests. <laughs> I, I did, I did read two again, Jesus, in a different article, very similar to this one, and they were making reference that this might be a little bit of a oh. I guess Gearbox is making a couple PlayStation exclusive games. Ooh, so they're kind of really? throwing some shade at Microsoft at kind of saying, you know, your console's not as good. We're going over here kind of thing. Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> that doesn't really excite me as a PlayStation user. I'm not really into Randy Pitchford. You guys can have him. Damn, he's, a, he's a fucking yeah. asshole. What's Mr. Back to your team, Mr. Twitter over there. He doesn't give a shit either. He's just an asshole. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, fuck all of you guys. Hey, that stupid you? Aliens game. Yeah. Anyways, now you can play Horizon Zero Dawn on PC soon via PS Now Mail. Woo, 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 woo. That's oh, right. Nice. Horizon Zero Dawn, Guerrilla Games post-apocalyptic post, post PS4 exclusive. We'll be hitting the PS Now store in January. Finally allowing you to check it out on PC if you have an active subscription. So, uh, so there you go. 
because it's streaming. Right. So am I going to play it? You're not playing it on PC. Yeah, so deceptive. You're not going to play it now. I'm um, probably not. Because I wonder how it would even stream. Like, if it's going to stream to, like, 720p it or is. 1080p. Yeah, it'll, it'll stream. It definitely doesn't do it justice. It's 720p. That's the shitty part. Like, they don't have 1080p streaming. Not even 1080p streaming. Come on, man. Yeah, who uses 720p anymore? I don't know. Them, according to PlayStation. Them, they do. <laughs> Nintendo's <laughs> raising their hand. We do. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> raging it. <laughs> Uh, even Stadia does better than 1080 p- than, than 720p now. Come on, man. That's true. You know, like even Stadia. Stadia fucking range. Yeah, I don't need any hardware for that. <laughs> well, I guess they're not using any hardware in this either. I just have to watch that play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I'm moving anyway. on to uh, or news. There's a Russian internet company suing Twitch for three billion dollars, and they're oh, now seeking all? to have it blocked. What the fuck? Uh, there we go. So Rambler Good. Group, the third largest internet company in Russia, has now filed a lawsuit against Twitch over illegal broadcast of English Premier League soccer in that country. As reported by Commerçant, Rambler claims that streams of matches on Twitch violated its exclusive broadcast rights approximately 36,000 times. And as a result, it is now seeking 180 billion rubles in damages and a permanent ban on Twitch in Russia. The damages are significant, significant, although it sounds like Rambler will have some real work ahead of proving them, as it will probably have to prove each of the violations individually, and even if it does, collecting on a judgment against a U.S.-based company will be challenging. Um, so, there you go, guys. What do you think? Like, do you think they have a right to sue Twitch? I mean, it's kind of like, I think uh, it's the users, right? I mean, they, like, is Twitch responsible for the users? content i don't know is youtube responsible yeah, for the user's content i don't think so how would you shut everybody down you know yeah i mean i think they have I a disclaimer about that sporting event before where somebody put in that they were playing a game and they put in there just holding a controller and basically <laughs> didn't, showing the didn't movie, some people you know, do that doing up. like ufc fights they'll be like we're playing ufc game or whatever and then they'll fucking They'll fucking like stream a UFC fight and they'll just have like a controller and they're holding the controller but yeah. they're streaming like an actual fight. <laughs> right. So how are you going to oh, monitor? Shit. Don't yeah, I, I don't think that's it has any uh, like legal standing at all to be honest with you. Yeah. Because Twitch tells you they can't do it and they'll take down what they can. Right. I don't think they could possibly get it all. They would have to send a like a you know a D, DMCA whatever you know cease and desist. Um, that's really all they could do. Can't sue him for three billion dollars. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and get him banned in Russia. They don't just want that. They want to ban him in Russia as well. Yeah. Get the fuck out of our it's country. publicity for their like fucking what? They're the third biggest. So that means that they have ten employees or something. <laughs> Russia. Third biggest. Third biggest internet company that have ten employees. We thought biggest. Anyways, guys. Anyways, Microsoft has not been accused of ripping off the style and visual effects of various independent artists for its Xbox Series X debut trailer. The company revealed the title and design of their next-gen console and its controller at the Game Awards of 2019. Says here, Microsoft first revealed a new console, previously known as Project Scarlet, at E3 2019, where it announced the next-gen system will release holiday 2020. Says here, Microsoft teased information about the console, including some spec details, 
and the news that Halo Infinite would be a launch title, but fans didn't get a full reveal until the Game Awards in early December. It says here, uh, The simple design brought immediate comparisons to basic PC towers, but Microsoft said the, in the Xbox Series X spec reveal that the design allowed the company to deliver four times the processing power of the Xbox One X in the most quiet and efficient way. But it says here, artists on social media have now accused the new console's reveal trailer of copying their work. Shortly after the reveal, David O'Reilly, creator of 2017's Everything Game, he said the first the first game to qualify for an Academy Award showed a comparison between the game's launch trailer and Xbox's reveal video. Both feature sweeping landscape shots set to old-timey, philosophical voiceovers from similar-sounding narrators. O'Reilly explained that when he was attempting to draw attention to the similarity in order to prevent people from assuming he was the one who would copy Microsoft in the future. Says here, O'Reilly's post now has 20,000 likes on Instagram. Replying to O'Reilly's messages about the comparison a few days later, Nicholas Boric, a visual design label, AntivJ, shared another comparison. This time... A side-by-side look at Microsoft's trailer in a 2015 VFX short film called Dry Lights from Antivj, artist Xavier Chazang. While each video's audio is vastly different, both show shots of a dark, desert-like landscape populated with waves of light pulsing over them. O'Reilly responded to Boric's tweet saying, Xavier was robbed! And a separate tweet from Boric has 900 likes. So... What do you guys think? You think Xbox is over here stealing people's fucking art and just using it for trailers? Well, you see, this has actually been big because uh, so what I what I do is uh, I work for some companies doing producing stock photography and the stock video stuff, and so this stuff has been actually kind of it's here, really guys, been a I'm big send, issue. I'm gonna like, send you a link. This second one, the one with the the dude from uh, Antiv J, and then showing off Microsoft Xbox thing, that looks pretty like similar. I could see. How yeah. That. Yeah, I know. I mean, and uh, there's been issues of people using like each other's effects. Um, yeah, it, I, I think it's a big deal. You know, like you know, as someone who does art and stuff like that, like it pissed me off. <laughs> Somebody used used my effects, or you know, you, it's a lot of work that goes into that stuff. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, man. Um, and oh, and oh, I was gonna say yeah. So. I'd, it's tough because you know you're Microsoft, but like it's usually a contractor who does that stuff. Um, so it's like usually not even at Microsoft. It's like you know the, it's a third party. Yeah, they hired somebody to do it. Yeah, right. They outsource it, and so that it makes it kind of hard to like police that shit. Because um, if you haven't seen the other work, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a big deal, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we went on to another article here <laughs> by Digital Trends. Written today, Mayo, today. Oh, at 6 a.m. Pacific time. The Xbox Series X is the wrong console for a climate crisis. That's the headline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here, Microsoft's Xbox Series X is coming in 2020, and as, as you've likely heard, it looks like a mini fridge. It's strange vertical design left gamers scratching their heads, but there's a method behind the madness. The new Xbox looks different because its hardware is far more powerful than anything we've seen before, 
Says here, analysis by Eurogamer's Digital Foundry suggests the Xbox Series X will pack between 9 and 12 teraflops of raw computing power, and as much as double the Xbox One X's 6 teraflops, some of that game will come from newer, more modern hardware, hardware, but that alone won't be enough. Digital Foundry believes Microsoft will have to increase total system power draw beyond 300 watts, Mayo. Gosh. More power means more heat, and a larger box is one way to handle that heat. So there you go, man. Is that oh. why it's not... So oh, Hold on. Let me go down to the bottom of this article. It says, 300 is a lot of watts. It says here, there's a direct correlation between the power consumption and carbon footprint. That's why the Xbox Series X is worrying. <laughs> Assuming Digital Foundry's guess is right, the Xbox Series X will, signif- will consume significantly more power than the Xbox One X, which is already the most power-hungry console. <gasps> I feel bad. Okay, the Xbox. You feel bad, Mayo? You better feel yeah, bad, no, you motherfucker. No, I feel bad. You better feel super have bad. I 900-watt power supply. <gasps> yeah. Wow, Mayo, what are you, Mayo, like what are you doing, Mayo? <laughs> Mayo, you need to throw that thing out. What are you doing? Nine hundred power water over there. What are you? What oh are you doing? Oh my gosh! That's too I'm much. I'm leaving quite the carbon footprint over here. How about you, Jesus? Do you know how big your power supply is? I think it's six something, six fifty or something. What are you doing? I don't know. You need to throw this out. Throw it out. out the window. I do have a question that did pop in my head the other day about this new Xbox. So we we all seen the design, how it's upright like a refrigerator, right? And we have seen the, the mesh kind of top with the light that kind of glows underneath it. And and some people are speculating that it's maybe like a cooling tube. You know, maybe air comes from the other side or whatever. If, if that's the case and it's standing up, if you look at the bottom of it, it looks relatively flat. Where is that air coming from? Magic. Like, is it pulling the air from underneath it? Is it kind of curved? But then it wouldn't oh, be pulling like much it. air in from underneath. So I'm just kind of is curious, that, actually. That water cooler vapor chamber, bro. That vapor chamber technology. Oh, vapor chamber. Fucking vapor chambers. Vapor they got chamber. two two vapor chambers yeah, in this bro. motherfucker. It's a VP. VP two. Yeah, yeah. I was, was kind of curious about that. If you look at the design, and if you think of it being upright, where kidding. is it pulling all the air from? <laughs> oh, oh, man. We're just going to sit there and whistle because it's going to pull air from a small little crack across the bottom. And it's going to have a whistle to it the whole time. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you how much this costs for you. So it says here, if you're not worried about what the Xbox Series X means for climate change, Mayo, you might be worried about what it means for your wallet. Early consoles didn't use enough power to put a dent in your power bill. The PlayStation 2 and original Xbox and GameCube all consumed between 30 and 50 watts while playing a game. At 12 cents per kilowatt, the average price for power in the U.S., you'd have to play... Six hours every day to add more than a dollar to your monthly power bill. Play that much wow. on an Xbox Series X, however, and you'll pay $6.48 a month. That adds what? up to almost $80 a year. That's right. Six hours is a lot of playing time, of course, but cut that down to a more sensible two hours each day, and you'll still pay about $26 every year. That's an extra $156 dollars. Add it to the console's price if you use it for six fucking years, Mayo. Mm-hmm. You, you're That's adding six hours a day. You're adding all that to your PC costs. Right, let me see here. Causing a crisis for no good reason. Consoles like the Xbox Series X may well push the carbon footprint of gaming in the wrong direction, Mayo. And here's the worst part. Games may not actually be better. 
Will they look better? Sure. But that doesn't mean they'll be more fun, Mayo. Many of, the, many of the world's most popular games aren't all that demanding, or at least don't need to be. For example, Mayo, League of Legends, Destiny 2, and Overwatch. All these games are sharp as hell at 4K and 60 frames per second, but they're just as fun at 1080p. With the right. few or details. Or too, I guess, for some people. <laughs> Sony and Microsoft right. make lofty promises about their environmental commitments. If they're truly concerned about the climate crisis, however, fighting over 8K resolution and 120 frames per second is the wrong move. Gaming Shut needs up, real innovation, and that innovation is possible without making the climate crisis worse, guys. This article is such bullshit. Do you think uh, Sony and Microsoft yeah, would be you know I'm a fanboy, but dude, this article, like, <laughs> this article, like, come on, Sony. Yeah, this article is, yeah, digital, uh, with so, digital trends wrote that article. Well, digital trends, yeah, but yeah, that's so fucking biased, Jesus. Yeah, they're saying Sounds that. Like a, the, the, the I new can't console. even tell you the last time I seen a 300 watt power supply on a PC. Like, <laughs> that's pretty sad on, yeah. on the PC side of things. Yeah, that's I, like that's, when you buy like a. Uh, a uh, standard uh, a back in the day when you had a Dell or something like that yeah, back in the day. My Dell had four. Didn't have a gaming, you know, GPU or anything in it. Just and that thing, basic, that thing is probably back from like an old PC. dual core, like a Pentium two or something like that. It was probably a three hundred watt power supply. <laughs> so, it's funny how this article all of a sudden is like, this is such a horrendous thing, you know. <gasps> this Xbox, this PlayStation is going to use all this power, all that and power. PCs have been using it for yeah, years. Don't, don't tell them about your don't PC. Mention that. You know, don't mention what the PC does. They'll go crying. But you don't have your PC on six hours a day, mail like you do your Xbox. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, I haven't turned my PC off in, like, six years, dude. Okay. I do. Like, legit. I do turn my PC off, but it's at night, and it's probably only off maybe max eight hours a day. So it's on, for like, 16 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't turned my PC off since I was in, like, high school. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, that's that's all I have for news, guys. Make sure that you know that your your Xbox is leaving a very bad carbon footprint on the earth. PlayStation. And, and PlayStation is better because Randy Pitchford says so. Major mm-hmm. rules. And what else? Russia wants to ban Twitch. Third and, largest. Uh, Stadia is getting more games. That's what we learned this week in the news, guys. That's what we learned this week. Well, well, Jesus, since we're going to transition on here, since we're going to use those powerful consoles, you know, all that energy they're going to use, you might as well use some free games, right? Might as well. Might as well. Save save some money. That $60 a year you're going to spend extra on your power bill. (laughs) You can go out and on your Xbox One play, I think, I ain't going to be updated this, is (laughs) Jurassic World Evolution still. Free game. Right there. That's worth the sixty dollars right there. You just yeah. made your money back. It's kinda worth it, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then and you can also still play Castlevania. And then you Sony guys, you know. You know, if you still want to make your money back, I know you're not too concerned about it. <laughs> but Gosh. you can still play Titanfall and that uh, super energy monster cross. <laughs> That's not a real game. <laughs> it's not it's not it's a real game, you just said it all backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Okay. We get it. We get it, man. It's cool. Yeah. Thank you, man. But, you know, we can't. We can't leave out the mighty Epic Store. Mighty Epic they Store. They are. I think it's today. Giving out the awesome game of Super Hot. That's a cool game. And, super Hot. I, I don't know if I could play Super Hot without being in VR. 
VR spoiled it for me. When I played that game in VR, uh, it felt well. made for VR. Oh, yeah, like, it's a VR game. It's a VR it's game. Out. It's made for, for VR, sure. I think. Yeah. Um, the first time I ever played it was on the Xbox One X last year. Um, and I think I just played it randomly one day. I think I think Xbox gave it for free, or I think I bought it on a sale for like four, ten bucks or something. And and I fell in love. I streamed that game all the way through one sitting. It took me about three hours to beat it, but I was in love with it. Like like the whole beginning to the end, I was like, well, this shit's fun. Like just moving and the characters moving. You got to move slowly, and you got you then you die, and you got to figure out what the fuck. Okay. Gotta, if I move this way, this will happen. If I move this way, this will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it's it's a lot of trial and error. I can see that being really hard in VR, though. I can see it being like super intense in VR. You know what? Just because of that, man, I'm gonna buy it in VR. <gasps> you should. I I 100% agree. You yeah, should buy this in VR. I should buy it. I'm gonna buy it because right now they have a PlayStation sale going on, and a lot of their games are on sale. So uh, heads up on that too, people. I think like Death Stranding right now on the PS4 store. It's a uh, forty bucks digital, like like brand new, forty bucks. Nice. So uh, check a lot of those games out. I want what I want you to do, Jesus, is I want you to play Beat Saber for an hour, and then go straight to Super High VR. It's <laughs> super slow. You go from super moving to like moving like a sloth, <laughs> and it's a completely different muscle set. I've done this before, actually, and it's it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but. Because you're really trying to move all fucking slow and shit, trying to get knocked out. My body, what think? Yeah, I went from moving fast and moving around to like crawling, just trying to <laughs> just move. Like all slow. <laughs> oh man. That might be naturally, but you know, war on old, but yeah. But anyways, at the very end here, I do want to add, Steam, the free game for Steam is, they don't need any sneaking free games because they're Steam. That's all that matters. <laughs> it, it oh whoa. Yeah, Steam. But, but, but on Steam, Steam actually has their winter sale going on right now, and this will go on to about the first of the year. Great time to pick up some games. You'll get a lot of seventy-five percent off discounts, eighty percent off discounts, even some ninety percent off discounts. Yeah, like one hundred fifty uh, games. Some VR play. games. It's good games if you want to round out your library, or even if you guys out there are thinking about building a PC in the near future, create a Steam account. Buy a couple games and keep them in the library. Let's, let's, let's bring up some titles we talked about today, man. Like The Witcher 3 right now on Steam. For sale. Game of the Year edition. $14.99. That is a fucking deal. $14.99. And actually, you can get... DLC too. What is this? You can get the Trilogy Bundle for fourteen eighty two. What? Practically making money there. You get Witcher 1, Witcher 2, and Witcher 3 for $14 there. They're paying, nice. they're paying you to play the game. Exactly. Mail. They're play, They're paying you, mail. Go buy, mail. Go. Go. You need to pay me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else did we talk about today? Oh, Borderlands. Do, no, Borderlands isn't on Steam. What else is on Steam? Uh, Control. No. Control is not on Steam. That's an Epic exclusive. Right, right, right. My bad. Um, I talked about budget cuts, and that is $7 on Steam. Is it? I believe. Yeah, seven forty nine. Uh, uh, another one, uh, Elite Dangerous. I think is six five ninety nine, like oh, six dollars. I bet you that game is so oh. cool in VR, dude. Dude, oh. okay. That for me, Elite Dangerous is the killer app in VR. Like, I thought Elite was so lame, and then I played it in VR, and like, it's so different. 
I bet. Like, yeah, because you have dude, to, it's like, incredible. all the little buttons and shit in the cockpit. Yeah, and the ship, the ship is incredible, dude. It, I was thinking about it when you were talking about Wipeout, actually. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, dude, everything is holographic. Like, when you turn your head, like, it activates through all context controls. That's sick, dude. Super sick, dude. Man. That's what did you put this on f- Pipe Dream? On, what kind of VR? What's up? What, what did you play it on? What, what, uh, Oculus. Was on that because how? Because I've almost picked this up, and uh, I, I I read that the controls are really difficult because you got to kind of use your mouse and keyboard while you're in VR, and there's right. so many commands and so many controls that I it's used to, um, I used to. Yeah, <laughs> I bought that like five hundred dollar joystick, the uh, Thunder. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's basically it's the same thing that they use in the game. It's a, it's like the graphics are the same as the actual controller. It's one to one. Um, so when I look down, I see my titties because I'm a woman, and I see the controller right between my legs. Uh, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> but that's the thing is what it says. Like, so the controls are all context. The VR is much easier than playing it in normal because when you turn your head and you look at the console, it activates. And so like everything becomes context. Uh, you know, you know uh, yeah, it's context controls. So like when you turn your head and you look at something specifically, it activates and you're able to control it with your um, your joysticks or whatever, and so you don't need you don't need more buttons because they're all they all map the controls mm-hmm. that you have. It's actually really easy. I could see it being hard with a keyboard though. Yeah, I hear it's really hard with the keyboard. And that's why I was kind of curious about. They said there's so many buttons like thrust left, thrust right, like yeah. like tilt, pitch. You have to use a joystick. Yeah, you you got to have a, a a HOTUS joystick. <laughs> Hands on throttle and stick. Otis. Another one that we have mentioned this week. It's not a VR game, but Jesus, you mentioned playing it. I think it was last week. So I was jealous. Wreckfest uh, is fifteen dollars. <gasps> yeah, Wreckfest. Yeah, good, good Wreckfest. See, lots of good games on Steam, people. We're bringing you all the deals right now. We're saving you money, so you can go spend it on the Red Bubble Store for HTTP gear. Epic Games has a sale going on as well right now. Also, Epic Games is giving you $10, Mayo. You get a $10 oh, coupon. Anything $15? Anything above $15, they give you a $10 coupon. And get, get this, Mayo. Once you spend that coupon, they'll send you another coupon for $10. Oh, awesome. Another, another one. Right, so you, you, save. you keep saving $10 every time you spend $15. Jesus. Gonna make a lot of money. That's right. They're gonna make all the money. But you know what's funny? I noticed that some games did some funky shit to get past this. For example, <laughs> like, like uh, no, no, no. For example, like uh, ever, what's that? What the golf game, and like mm-hmm. a few other indie titles that were pretty big this year. Instead, of, their- instead of being fourteen ninety nine to meet that fourteen ninety nine threshold to get ten dollars off, oh, okay. they're they're like thirteen forty nine. Right, mm-hmm. it's like fifty cents underneath or Shiesty. whatever the price or whatever to like to avoid that that Shiesty. that fucking coupon or whatever. They're like right underneath that fucking price. I'm like you dicks, dude. <laughs> you know they're they're charging eleven dollars for their game instead of like fifteen bucks because they don't want you to get that ten dollars off. So should I pick up Detroit Becomes Human for twenty nine ninety nine? You get ten dollars off. Last night. Well, it's thirty nine ninety nine regular. Yeah. Is twenty nine ninety nine too much? Mm, I don't think so. I no, I don't think so. It's a good game, dude. That game is really good, actually. Yeah, I was just playing it last night with a group of people, and we were having fun. Mm-hmm. Good, is that game not available on on Steam? Uh, Dream Human? No, it's 
It's it was on PlayStation. Oh, it is on PlayStation. It's yeah. Exclusive, right? Well, it came on PC as well. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah, buy it, dude. Oh, they have a demo. It's a, it's a good game. Get the demo then. Yeah. Well, yeah, just yeah, try it out. Good. The demo's like I the just first. I demo my son's account. Yeah. He's logged in. I just realized. Yeah, yeah oh, the, the the demo is the first, the very first mission mail. That's what it is. Like the very okay. first level thing you do. Cool. I'll check it out. I enjoyed Heavy Rain. You know, I haven't finished that one yet, but I enjoyed it. So, this one's better. This one's way better. Way better yeah. graphics. Yeah, better. Right. it's I like it's like they've learned it's... from their previous. Yeah, David Cage is writing blows, but you know, this one's this one's it's better. The best out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, like, <laughs> uh, it's relative, but yeah, it, yeah. it is. The ending doesn't completely fall apart like all of his other games. No, the ending is really cool. And this one, yeah, did I, I got like such it. a fucking crazy ending with like. The girl and, and the, the maid robot chick. Going through that fucking uh, the concentration camp. Yeah, the checkpoint. And then they get to Dude, the, that the was thing. So like, oh, man. Oh, that was fucking wild. Was, yeah. And they're getting it's shot so at. Like, fucking, and they get to the other. I can't say anymore. can't say anymore, man. I know. I know. That was legit. I already tuned you out. I quit listening to you. Yeah, that was legit. What else? Um... Okay, anyways, it's time to move on to community questions. Right, Jesus. We're going to start off with old Nipron, Mr. Jonathan Arcella, who, by the way, had a a birthday this week, if I remember right. Happy happy birthday, Nipron. Happy birthday, Nipron. Um, He asks, he says, when do you guys think Sony will start showing their next generation console? He says Xbox has been hammering and showing all their cards, and the PlayStation is just being very poker face about it. They're a grower, not a shower, dude. Yeah, I think they're. Um, I I think they're gonna show it sometime early next year. So I'm thinking sometime in May or March they're gonna have their own event, kind of like they did last time with the PS4. They had their own event. Yeah, they're gonna have their own event. Um, sure. I don't think. This time they're gonna hold back on the price. They're gonna show the price right away, and I think their price is gonna be five hundred bucks. I think yep. they're just gonna like come out and bring it all out. They're gonna talk about specs. They're gonna talk about hardware. They're gonna talk about what specs to expect. Are, yeah. Well, no, but they're gonna actually talk about the specs. Like, like the specs are all leaked. Like like all the things that we hear now are like things that Microsoft has been kind of talking about. Things that Sony kind oh. of been talking about. But like. I'm talking about they're gonna give us hard specs like this is the this is the CPU we have in it this is the RAM we have in it this is the GPU we have in it this is what it can do this is what it can play I think that's what we're gonna get next early sometime this next year um, I think it's gonna be 500 bucks I think they're gonna they're gonna do it at least in May to give you five months to save up 500 bucks to buy it in November you know what I mean. Yeah. So they're exactly. gonna they're gonna give people like five. Season. Yeah, they're gonna give people enough time to save up money to buy the holiday season. I think it's five hundred. I don't think it'll be four hundred. I don't think it'll be four. Maybe maybe four fifty, but I highly doubt it. Probably. Whatever whatever Sony comes out at, I know is what Microsoft is gonna come out at. I think they're gonna do the same thing Sony did last year, where where they're not gonna let Sony undercut them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, that's what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, I think so too. 
Um, and it's going to be some, some random event. We'll we'll know about it like a month ahead of time or a couple weeks ahead of time or something. They'll be like, hey, hey guys, we're doing an event in California or whatever the fuck. Buy tickets to come visit or all that good shit. Anyways, it'll be a cool console, I think. Don't you know? Like everyone's hyped up right now about Xbox. I'm excited for it. But PS5 will be it. Just the coolest console as Xbox. It might even Controller fucking look the sick. same. Yeah, controller's probably going to be the same. <laughs> no, it's a totally new controller. Does it? Nah. Yeah, dude. It's nah. got a screen on it and everything. Nah, it's really cool. I don't believe you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, Mel. All right. We have from John Jerome. He says, Merry Christmas, HGP crew. And he says, any Christmas traditions in your family? And he says, is there any certain foods or events that you look forward to for the holidays? Um, the, the things Bye, that I look yeah. forward to in, in Christmas is hot chocolate, like something nice and warm, either chocolate or coffee. Mostly chocolate. Chocolate's better. Eggnog. Uh, I'm not a big eggnog Dishing. guy. Yeah, that's, uh, we used to that in my family. Mostly hot chocolate. Look forward to opening Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve. Not Christmas Day. Do you, are you guys Christmas Day people or Christmas Eve people? Jewish. Both. Both? Yeah. <laughs> so so what, we have to travel because my wife and I, all of our family is actually it's about three hours away. So all the grandparents are three hours away. And my brother and sister are three hours away. And her family is all three hours away. Mm-hmm. So what we do, we, we have our Christmas on Christmas Eve here. And then we wake up Christmas morning at like 5 a.m. Oh, then drive? Travel three now, three hours up north, and then we go to my my in laws and have a Christmas, and then we go from there to my family and have a Christmas with my parents and that, and then we drive back to Columbus that evening. Jesus, dude! Why don't y'all just get together in one fucking place? Serious, neutral. Get everyone in one fucking house, man. What are you doing traveling 10 hours to go Christmas? Make, make them all drive down here. Make yeah. them all travel. Make me. them all go to your house. Holiday. <laughs> you all can spend Christmas together in one up. house. But Super packed. Tradition-wise, something we typically do, we actually didn't do it this year because it's getting more expensive, is we typically have zoo passes. And the Columbus Zoo here, you know, they call, keep saying it's the greatest zoo in America right now. <laughs> but it's also going to become the most expensive zoo in America right now. Oh, yeah. That's why they're saying they're, that. <laughs> they have the Christmas lights. And we go every year for probably the last 10 years. And they haven't changed much. I could pretty much draw them right now on paper. I could map it all out for you. But it's $15 a ticket now. So there's six. Well, there's five of us now. Plus ten dollars to get in, so it's gonna cost me like ninety dollars just to between gas and getting in to go see Christmas lights at a zoo. So we didn't do it this year. We actually went somewhere else and did one where you stay in your car and you drive through an area, mm. and it was like a four mile area. So we tried that this year. Was it as and fun? Then it no, I don't think it was as fun, but it's also a lot warmer. But but being cold is part of the fun. Yeah, because you're outside walking yeah, around in the light. I feel like if you don't feel cold, you don't really feel Christmassy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's be fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's you're just. I remember one time we went. It was freezing rain. You know, we we paid for the tickets. The uh, next thing, it started freezing rain, and we're like out there walking through the zoo in the freezing rain, and 
you know, everybody's getting sick and all that stuff, you know. All our Australian listeners are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? It's hot as shit, motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, food-wise, my wife had an old, she got a family recipe from my mom, and she has, like, the best sugar cookies ever. They're some kind of super soft really good sugar cookies mm. she makes every year mm. and things are just delicious they just melt in your mouth you know what i want to learn this year coming up i want to learn how to bake uh-huh i mean i kind of I, I know how to bake basic shit but i want to learn how to bake bake like cool shit like cakes and shit i don't know why with my, with my kids being homeschooled my wife actually has taught <laughs> all my kids how to bake Does she? and so if, if my sons and them all know how to bake like they can nice. sit there and bake something if they wanted to she it. was always it's like, and when they're out on their own, if they're single for a while, they know they how to bake something. their own. They yeah, they yeah. Can do their things. Like, so. like recently, I've been cooking a lot, but the thing is, what I, I want to learn is how to bake because in high school I knew how to bake. I fucking I took home ec and all that shit. Me too. <laughs> I knew, like, yeah, I was the guy. But dude, home ec was the shit. Do you get to fucking in a class fucking cook shit and eat it? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that the really shit. the reason you took like yeah man i took it because yeah. it was a fucking badass <laughs> like you get to cook pizza and and like everyone would always be like jealous of the home ec class because you know like we would be baking shit and you just like the smell would like waft through the whole fucking hallway <laughs> fucking cookies and shit we'd be baking all kinds of cool shit and uh i remember i had like a whole recipe book because you know during the whole year they're giving us recipes to make or whatever and I had a whole binder full of recipes, of the, and I fucking lost it. <laughs> Fuck. And it was all pretty cool shit because it was all, like, made from scratch or whatever. Like, you would go step by step, like, how to, like, how to make fucking cookies from scratch. And then fucking showed you, like, all the steps you need to take and all the fucking ingredients you needed. And I lost all that shit, Mayo. I lost it all, Mayo. Ah! What is silence? Unfortunately, <laughs> rest in peace recipe book from high school. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get the power power of YouTube now, Jesus. I think you can YouTube yeah, no, anything. You can probably bake anything from YouTube, huh? That's true. <laughs> Come on, YouTube. Jesus would be making his very own. <laughs> I don't know. The fruit cake. Well, yeah, cooking show spinoff. Fucking spinoff. Yeah, bake shit. Mm, yeah. That's what Snoop Dogg does. Snoop Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart get high together. Yeah, it's called getting baked. (laughs) Yeah, they they get get baked (laughs) and they and they both sit there and smoke a joint. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's really they're fucking they're high out of their minds and they're just baking like, oh, we're gonna make some cookies and they're fucking talk about going to prison. Martha Stewart, I can't believe like she twisted all that like I negative know, PR shit into like some cool shit. That's pretty smart of her. I know, like now she's like legit cool. Yeah, like, she, like, street cred. Yeah, yeah, like she has street kit, street cred now because of Snoop Dogg. Like she's got a little shit. teardrop tattooed on her eye. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she has her prison tattoos and shit. Right. <laughs> Fucking Martha Stewart, dude. Oh man. Anyways, all right, man. Yeah. We have another one we kind of hit on earlier from John Jerome. He asked if we have started or if we were going to watch the Witcher series on Netflix. And oh, yeah. We, we kind of hit on that one already. Positive. Good stuff. Good stuff, John Jerome. Also, Merry Christmas to you. I don't know if we said it, but Merry Christmas to you. And to all the listeners. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. And and happy whatever Hanukkah and, and holidays. And, the other thing. And happy day to you happy if, day. if you don't celebrate anything. <laughs> Happy day. Yes. 
Happy listening to HGP Day. Yeah. HGP Day. But moving on, uh, Pipe Dream might know this guy, Mr. Jonathan Hall. <gasps> he says, have y'all tried that, that Winter Express mode on the Apex Legends yet? It's pretty uh, up and fun. Nobody he fucking says plays that spoken. game anymore, dude. Apex Legends? Uh, no, actually, I kind of want to try this new mode. It's uh, pretty much like it's like the train, right? You know, the train that goes around the map now. It's pretty much like going around the map, and you got to land on the train, and you got to like hold it or whatever, like capture it yeah. and hold it. Yeah. And be the last one on the train, or like the last squad that's alive on the train, which I don't know how that works. Is there, the train is going like... Is there a circle shrinking still? Because the train's on a track. That's a train. I just wonder if you get left behind or something like that, you'll just die. Like the circle will hit That's you. Maybe I, the circle stays with the train. Maybe because I think it goes from like a station to station, uh, and you can get off the train, you fight it out, and you have to get back on the train, and then it leaves. So the so circle stays. You think the circle maybe. stays with the train? That would make I sense. Know, I'm guessing that would, here. that would make some sense uh, there. Yeah, that would make the most sense. The circle stays with the train, so if you like wait, if you're far away, you can't just like stand on the train track somewhere and wait for the train to come all the way around the map and jump on. You gotta mm-hmm. follow it. Hmm, I want to try this mode out, Jonathan. We should try it out, man. Yes, we should. Anyways, <laughs> next question. <laughs> all right, and the last question we have from the Facebook group is from Brian Tulip Jr. and he says. Did your kids ask her anything gaming related for Christmas? And he says, "Have you picked up anything in the current sales?" I think he's just kind of talking about. I don't know if he's talking about the store sales or if he just means sales from like department stores. Um. So my kid, no, she actually didn't ask for anything gaming related, which was fucking weird this year. <laughs> in the last year she got Minecraft for the Switch and all that good stuff this year I don't know what she she didn't really want anything gaming related well she wanted a Chromebook but I don't know if she wants that for gaming or not I'm assuming she might but I don't know she didn't tell me it was for gaming or that's what she wanted it for I doubt it maybe she'll play Roblox with it or something I don't fucking know man not really, no. <laughs> what about your kids, man? I'm sure your kids asked you for something gaming related. No? No, they did not, actually. Wow. You know, I think, I think my kids benefit from yeah. me being on the show and buying lots of games and doing lots of games <laughs> and having a large library already. <laughs> they pretty much just fall upon games. They're like, what does Dad have new today? You know, they just get on randomly and find a game to play, I think. <laughs> That's nice. So like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know the cool shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, I can see him now. He's like, yeah, I have that game. Yeah, yeah I have that going game. Going to school, like <laughs> all his friends, dude. Have you played the new? You're like, yeah, dude, I played that the other day. Like, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I already, <laughs> I already beat that game. You're gonna get it for Christmas. I beat it two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah, it makes it hard though. You know, when you're shopping for games because yeah, you know. it, it's hard to buy like. Gaming related things for people like myself because I don't have everything already. Like, what are you gonna buy me another Xbox that I'm not gonna use? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of out of upgrades. Like, I could literally like go through and rebuild my PC. I guess I could do. Yeah. But when it comes to like my desk space and my 
peripherals and say lighting i i have it you know i have all the ones i've already bought over time that yeah. i wanted you know i've even bought custom cables for my my case you know that was last year i bought you know probably 80 dollars worth of custom cables for the inside of my case and a back plate for my graphics card that lights up and changes color with everything else Ooh. and you know my corsair keyboard and mouse and all my desk lighting and my desk monitor mounts and all that kind of stuff as i just buy myself that as i go so like i look i went to micro center actually the other day which is a big computer store here in columbus so it's like uh i don't know new egg like a like a physical yeah. new egg store and i can go in there and just window shop and you see the coolest stuff they do have some cool stuff but some of it's very pricey you know <laughs> I definitely see things I want, but but really for me to get anything related for the PC anymore, it would have to be just uh, like a major upgrade, like a graphics card upgrade, motherboard, CPU upgrade, or something like that. And it's to the point where I'm at. Yeah. What about you, Pipe Dream? You bought What's up? anything game-related or anything for the holidays? I think so. Nothing new has come out. Really. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is it's it's kind of quiet right now. Like all the games have come out and they've been out. And well, I typically buy games as soon as they release. Yeah, same. But there is games that I will pick up this coming week. Yeah, what's coming out? Well, it's games that I want to pick up that I just... Just in the sales, yeah, yeah like the sales Steam sales. So I'm oh. probably picking up Control, probably getting that for like 30 bucks on on Epic or whatever. Then I'm probably going to pick up... Uh, probably going to pick up Disco Elysium, because I hear that game is really good. It's called Disco Elysium? Disco oh, yeah, yeah. Elysium? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just so, give that one okay. a minute, because uh, I did message them, and I'm trying to see if I can get a review copy. Oh, okay. So I can send it your way if I do get it. Yeah, so. I'll give that one a minute then. And then, um, yeah, it's just because this week I have five days off, man, after Christmas. Or after Christmas Eve, I mean. So You know what? I did buy something. Actually, I want to ask you guys about this. Um, I bought, um, I think it's called a, a Plague of Innocence or something like oh, that. Oh, a Plague Tale of Innocence? Yeah, a Plague, yeah, yeah. A Plague Tale of Innocence. <laughs> it's a weird fucking title, but yeah, it's the one with it the, is little, a weird fucking title. the little girl and the little boy or whatever, and they're trying to escape. <laughs> yeah, I, I've only played a few minutes of it. It's been pretty cool. Yeah, I heard it's really good. I might actually, yeah. I kind of want to pick that one up too. I heard that one. I keep telling me that that one's a really good game, but. Yeah, it starts out really strong. I saw it in, um, what's that shit? Um, Origin Mail, but I never downloaded it. Yeah, I think it might be on sale. <laughs> Yeah. It's twenty three dollars on Steam. I'm not sure if it's on sale. I just happened to look it up. I had it right here. It is. Okay. It's half off right now on Steam. Yeah, John and I started it. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it's intense. The beginning's really intense. Yeah. It's rats. Anyways, um, I got another question here from um, from Brian Tobe Jr. Mail. Okay. He asked. Okay, I want. So what's the first thing he should add to the gaming laptops? Because <laughs> uh, you know he's gonna buy gaming laptops for his kid, for his kids, right? He wanted he bought two of them apparently. I don't know what he bought. 
I, I don't know what he bought, but he apparently yeah. bought two of them. SSD drive. So you don't know what to add to them. And it's kind of hard to know that, Brian, without knowing what you bought. <laughs> yeah, so, definitely uh, get an SSD drive or something. I would say the puppy that's actually thinking about it is some kind of gaming mouse. Um, because most laptops don't really don't have a uh, mouse. They have a touchpad. Wireless. You're going to want some kind of gaming mouse. And you don't have to go all out. But get one that has an adjustable DPI, which stands for, you know, dot per inch. And so that just changes oh. how much your mouse will move on your screen when you move your mouse. So that's kind of handy for games. You can change your sensitivity if you're playing a shooter or something like that. But that would probably be the first thing that would jump out in my mind because you don't have a mouse because you have that trackpad. Yeah, or or um, a, a either a Power A Xbox controller that has a, a cord. We can plug it into the USB, so you can play games with the controller if you have one laying around, or the dongle where you can make your Xbox controller wireless and and plug it in to it, so you can play your games with the controller. Since they're probably going to be familiar with that anyways. Yeah, is another option that you could look at. And since they're kids and they're younger, I would maybe do like a Power A controller because you don't want to mess with your Xbox controllers because, you know, they could get broke. You know, I, I walked downstairs to my living room this morning where I got up to work at 3 a.m. and one of the controllers was shoved in the cushion of the couch where the kids were playing Rocket League and it was like halfway in and the thumbstick was all pushed to one side. I'm going to great. This thing's probably all out of center. And- yeah jacked up you know so <laughs> maybe you don't want to spend much you know give me one power a corded controllers for like twenty dollars and say here you go oh <laughs> all right well i think that's all we have that's all we have yep. guys good story that's all we have for questions that's all we have for news that's all we have for the show so so where will we find you jesus you can find me on on PlayStation, Jesus Walks a Lot. On Steam, Jesus Walks a Lot. On Epic Store, Jesus Walks a Lot. On everything, Jesus Walks a Lot. Add me on Blizzard, Jesus Walks a Lot. Add me, or well, I guess on Activision, not on Blizzard. Activision, I'm Jesus Walks a Lot. On Blizzard, I'm Jesus HTTP 1210. Um, but yeah, add me on all those. Let's play Call of Duty, people. I really I was want to play say that. Jesus, don't we, have a, don't we have a match coming up? Oh, well, if you want to lose, I mean, I could beat you in Call of Duty if you really want to lose. I mean... <laughs> do, do you really want to lose? Right. Make that happen for you. It's, it's up to you. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm not John, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, come on. John didn't think he's John, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Pipe Dream, have you been playing John? Yeah. Have you been playing against John? And then felt really good about this, or what's going on here? No, I haven't played against you. Do you feel your odds are good? I'll 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 play you one v one. Let's go. We'll play All on right, va- We'll do play it. we'll play on that shipment map. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> just spawn on top of each other. Yes, yeah, kill each other the whole time. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on there and and Ba-bom. wait, mail. We got some changes coming to the show, don't we? Yes, yes, we do. Um, mm. I was kind of d- didn't know if you wanted to hit on that this week or not, but uh, when do you want to start this? Maybe at the new year? How about we do it now? How about we do it now, Mayo? 
Okay. Do you have something in mind? I have something in have mind one. right fucking okay. now. So, ladies right, and gentlemen, guys. the newest thing we got on the show is instead of you asking us all the fucking questions, how about we ask you the questions, huh? Oh, hey, oh. Oh, Brian's like, oh, yeah. shit. Brian's like, oh, fuck. The, t- the tables have turned. The That's right. There will be a test at the end. So now, the question that I have for you this week, ladies and gentlemen, is what is, or or what what is either, like, if you only have one, so what is, or what are, if you have more than one, so, like, the top five, I'm limited to five, because you guys get a little wild, what are the top five video games of this decade for you? And uh, I want to see your guys' responses, because I think at the Game of the Year show, I want to discuss between me, Mayo, and, and whoever's on the show, Ryan, you know, Eric, and everybody, we're going to discuss our top five games of the decade. But I want to know what your guys' top five games of the decade were for, so like the decade, we're going to go back to uh, 2010. So... There's some good fucking games. Anything between 2010 and mm-hmm. 2019. So between then and now, it could release this week here. <laughs> Somehow because your favorite game of the decade. <laughs> so anything between then and 2000, so January 1st, 2010 to now. I mean, to tell us what your favorite what your favorite five games are. And, and I, Why? there's so many fucking games, man. There's so many fucking games. So you need to tell us what your favorite five games are of the decade and uh, or your favorite game. If there's only one, what is your favorite game of the decade? Let us know. And like I said, you can give us on the show. We got a show feedback tab now in the Discord. Every week we post a show link in our Facebook group. You can leave it on the comments in there for the answer of the week. Just Jesus, I can, I can actually make another tab for HGP. Question, Question of the week. A question of the week answer, yeah. So we'll make a tab in Discord, and then we can just post it on Facebook and get answers there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we could, all that good stuff. So we need the answers, people, in Discord. That's why why I want you all to join Discord, because I think we're going to slowly gravitate and start moving everything over to Discord here. Discord is so good, guys. I mean, if you're not on Discord, you really want to be on Discord. It's it's, uh, one way, I mean... To talk with us because we're on there quite a bit at least i try to be on there quite a bit but it's just a nice way of the whole community getting together not just the playstation people not just the xbox playable not just the pc people but it shows everybody's on there and it shows them what they've been playing who's online who's not online you can direct message you can do video calls you can do group chat i mean you can do anything you can think of in there when it comes to a, a party system. For sure. So do it. Do it. I mean, people, just join Discord. It's free. You don't have to pay to join. Nothing like that. Uh, you can, if you don't have a PC, don't worry. You can download an app on your phone and use it that way. Um, and it works the same. Yeah. The same exact. I actually think it works better. It's easier on the phone, actually. Just fucking use it. You know what I mean? It works the same exact way. Uh, so there you go. Join our Discord, ladies and gentlemen. Link will be in the show notes to join, and we post a link every so often in our Facebook group and in our Facebook page. Anyways, I want the answer, motherfuckers. Yeah, what is your, what is, or what are, what is your favorite game, or what are your favorite games of the decade between 2010 and now? Let us know. Let and then we'll read, off, read off the answers next week? Is that what the plan will be then? Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll read off the answers. We'll talk about so, them. So get, 
everybody's names out there and we'll read off their their answers and we'll we can maybe respond to their answers yeah fuck yeah anyways i'm done where can we find you mayo all right you're gonna find me you know everywhere as the mayo one you know pretty simple keeping it easy just like jesus i'm on all platforms that way except for playstation since i don't own a playstation but uh the last place you will find me is on the discord and i'm just the mayo on the discord and again if you join the discord is and if you don't know how to use discord um get on discord and just do the little at symbol and start typing the mayo and my name will kind of pop up and you can just click on it and that will send me a direct message and i can walk you through it real simple so and from there i can teach you how to use discord but you have to get really easy first what's that <laughs> yeah, never mind okay <laughs> well anyhow, anyhow, uh, yeah okay go ahead pipe dream where can we find you you don't find me i find you oh, oh. oh. p1 p3 dream playstation okay. <laughs> no spaces no spaces people no spaces p1 p3 p3 Okay. All right. All right. Well, anyways, thank you for joining us, Pipe Dream. Thank you for being here, Mayo. Gunny Chief is out this week, ladies and gentlemen. He, he's he's in Australia again. Oh. Yeah, he's doing Australian things with our Australian listeners. He's out there. Oh. Out there fighting the kangaroos and. Raving the outback. And all the. All the Give him his his uh, uh, British the accent. <laughs> 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 Anyways, dude, speaking of Australia, real quick, did you see, have you guys seen the picture of that uh, giant like uh, what's that thing called? It's something wasp. It's like a huge wasp. Oh, like a red one. It's like it's like size of like this. Like it's big. It's like a fucking foot big, dude. Nope. And there's a there's a video of that, like a picture of this thing. There's actually a video of this thing, and it killed right. one of those like giant spiders. Like what are they called? Big right. Out, like, like a big house spider, like a huge spider, like one of the biggest spiders in the world. Wolf spider? Yeah, like I don't a, know. A wolf spider. I think it actually is a wolf spider. I think but it was kill, It killed one of those things. And apparently this, this wasp, the sting of this wasp is the, the most painful sting any animal can give a human. And it's like the number one on the list. Oh, you know what? I've heard of that. And they said like this, so apparently they have a video of this wasp stung one of those spiders and they was dragging yeah. it off. Like I was like, holy shit. And everyone was like, of course, this has to be Australia, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Holy shit!" We're not surprised it's Australia, though. But like, holy shit, that is wild. Um, but yeah, apparently that that fun fact that fucking wasp or whatever it's called like the red wasp or some fucking shit. Um, if that thing stings you, the doctors pretty much tell you to like lie on the ground and scream. Yeah, there's nothing you there's can nothing do. There's nothing that can give you that can help the pain. The only thing that's going to help ease the pain is if you lie down on the floor and just scream. It lasts for days. Yeah. Like, they said the immediate effect, though, is like the first five to ten minutes. It's just, it's just the most worst pain you can fucking feel ever. Like, can you pain. imagine that? Oh, man. Oh, I've seen some videos of it. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's crazy mayo. It's crazy mayo. Anyways, we're yeah, out of here. Crazy. We're out of here. Peace All out, right. Russell Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Merry, Gamers Merry, 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 happy, happy, happy. Merry Christmas. Happy. Happy.
holidays, holidays. And, <laughs> and, and we'll see you next week before our our end of the year show right i mean how many days so we got the 20 yep, days almost there yeah so next week will be the last show of the year and the week after that will not be game of the year the week the week after that so two weeks till game of the year show guys Get that survey filled out. So, anyways, you guys saw me post a link in the group to the survey of the the game of the year. Get that filled out, people. I'm going to put the link in the show notes as well. You're going to see it's a Google Docs. It's a survey. You're going to need a, an email address. Just put your gamer tag and at Gmail or whatever. So, I know it's at least a person that filled it out. The reason I'm doing email addresses for each one is because I want to know that. It's not the same person <laughs> over and over and over again. You oh, know I, I mean? thought you were just sending everybody gift card, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> everybody gets a $20 gift card courtesy of Gunny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gunny's sending his Jeep car keys. He's going to send envelopes to everybody, and one of you is going to get a Jeep car key yeah. in it. He's going to send a key to each person. <laughs> and you have to go to Gunny's house and try the key on his ignition, and if it works, you take the Jeep home. Anyways, but yeah, go fill that out, people. We're out of here. Peace out. Bye, everybody. Peace out.